0: Thank you. To the Best Picture cast. I'm your host, Kieran B. I completed my goal of watching every Oscar Best Picture winner ever and decided to start a podcast review each one. Each episode, myself and Revolving Codes will discuss, assess, and evaluate a different Best Picture winner with the goal to establish a ranking for the entire list. This is not a Who Should Have Won podcast. We're here to discuss the inner circle of movies, who took Home, The Crown, in their respective years. As a disclaimer, this is an opinion-based podcast and a subjective discussion by movie enthusiasts who don't claim to be trained experts if we destroy your favorite movie or praise a movie that you think is trash. We encourage you to write us in at our email, which is podcast at com. Send us an email with anything you'd like to air out. But you can also get us on all of our social media accounts, and that's going to be at Best Picture Cast, just so the podcast sounds. Best Picture Cast. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on Letterboxd. We're always looking to interact. And we're back. We're back for the second part of a two-part episode. It's the first time we've ever done this before. We're uh, 24 hours after tackling the first half of Lawrence Arabia, and it's just about time to end intermission and get into the mix here for the second. And I am going to start by welcoming back the voice who was here with us last week. For us, it was yesterday. But he's Artie B, and Artie, how you feeling here for round
1: two? Pretty tired. (laughs) Tired? Okay. (laughs) Feels like I never left.
0: (laughs) It's been quite the journey here uh, across the, uh, the, the Jordan desert, so as the film crew was. And we have two members here to join us. They made little brief cameos in episode one, but they are here for the long haul now. We bid adieu to Jay Dowski, we send him off on his camel, and we bring in Grant
2: C. Grant, how are you? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you so much for having me on. Talk about this epic movie. Yeah, more sand. More sand for you. More sand. I get a lot of it. You get a lot of sand. Between, uh, I'm, I'm spending a lot of time... And the Middle East. Yes, yes, yes. Which is not good for my fair complexion.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's a good segue to Joey R here. And Joey R, how are you? (laughs) I'm sunburned
3: from watching this. (laughs) (laughs) Not a fan of the the sun, Joe. I love the sun. I go to the beach all the time. I just the amount of sunscreen. The sun doesn't like you.
1: The sun does not like me. Got you. I mean, I wear sunscreen in the winter. Yeah. Joey's a sunscreen everyday guy, I yeah. recently learned. 100%. I had questions. We're all
0: going to need a little sunscreen for this conversation because we are diving into the middle of a movie. This is something we've never done here before yeah. at Best Picture Cast. This is, I also, you guys can refresh my memories I talking talking already about this before. Have we ever done back-to-back night recordings? Probably not for an
2: episode.
4: Maybe a I preview
2: into an episode or something? Yeah, not, yeah that, that makes sense, but... I think They're we Never back to back It's daunting Yeah how about well, yeah, for Worst picture cast, cast and, and best picture cast No We've never We've, we've spaced them out We've always well.
3: spaced out well, We did it the same week once
2: Yeah uh, What What's different about this is At least this is the same movie True Doing back to back On two different movies Is a really tough ask
3: Yes
0: yeah so, that, I, so, this, so at least this is Like the same Yeah Thing I've had to do I think I've had to do Back to back when guesting On another Oh, Oh I've done that
3: Me too for I've sure. done that It's a lot of work Because you have to kind of let one pass quicker than you normally do yeah, Be, to like, too. yeah to yeah. really get into the other one especially if they're very different styles of movies yeah we very i mean i'm speaking
0: for myself here but you know i live in these things when we're doing them you know yeah. it's 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 5 or 6 days of of okay it's just birdman week and here i am just thinking all things birdman and and you know and, and Boy, I mean, talk about living in a movie, it's been a whole lot of Lawrence here. This I know, I just watched <laughs> the
3: second half like three times. <laughs> yeah, that's,
0: that's what Jake said last week. He's like, I just, you know, it's been three times in a row of watching just the first half of this. I'm really ready to go and, oh, and chat.
3: But yeah, it's, 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 it's easier when it's in it.
0: Yeah, Artie, it's this is round work. two for you. How's life with Lawrence?
1: Oh, it's great. It's hot. It's <laughs> hot. Um, balmy. Yeah, balmy, but it's clean. It's,
0: it's hot but clean. Be a new BPC catchphrase.
2: Uh, So we are we are very cold and dirty. (laughs) Let us be real here. Cold in our takes and dirty in our language. Hot takes and clean
0: listening. So guys, we're we're plunging into this movie, but because you're joining the conversation fresh now, I'm going to start with your first experiences with this one. And I do believe this is a first watch for you, Grant. So Very before recent. yeah, so before I kick it to you, I'm gonna start with Joey. Joe was your first experience with Lawrence of Arabia.
3: I so saw it first a few years ago. it was a movie I always heard about, I never saw. I watched it a few years ago, loved it, and I watched it two other times since then, randomly. Like, once I caught it on Easter and made everyone watch it, the reaction wasn't as positive (laughs) for everyone else.
1: That's a rough thing to do to your family on Easter. (laughs) Well, they don't let me stay home, (laughs) so it's on them for making me go out. (laughs) I I find Easter to be a big
0: movie day... Also, awesome. like it seems like every Easter I pick, I pick one to watch. Every Easter, The Godfather
1: ends up on TV somehow, yeah, which is cool. like a dark Easter movie. But it, but it makes it's sense. It's always on. Yeah.
3: But, so I was really excited, and really, this, this is a daunting movie, but I was really excited for it and to watch it differently for this. You know, it, it was a lot, but I loved it. Yeah. I loved the experience.
2: Grant, I'll kick it off to you. First watch. I first watch pretty recently. Um, wow. This is something that I DVR'd off of TCM. Mm. And, like, maybe last year when they were doing their their Oscar run. Yeah. And I've watched, like, the first 45 minutes, like, five times. And I just never, like, (laughs) I either have to turn it off because I have to get, like, my daughter ready for school or or my wife has no interest in watching it. Like, yeah, like, last week was my first true watch. There's no doubt it's a time commitment. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, I I watched it my last Friday that I was home. Um, I watched the whole thing. Well, I watched all four hours of it. didn't Didn't take a break. You know, I watched it the Saint all one day, and then yeah, then I had to rent it again from Amazon. Yeah, because you know, you yeah. only have four times. only forty eight hours with it. Awesome. So I, I just a couple
0: questions for for you, Grant, because you're you're out of the group that's covered us here. You're the you're the only first watcher here. So, yeah. So a couple questions I want to throw. Now coming into Best Picture Cast and joining like when you first saw the saw the list of all the movies and whatnot. Yeah. I would imagine that Lawrence of Arabia is one that you had heard of or stood out on the list as like, oh, that's one I haven't seen that I'm sure is going to, I'm going to have to cross paths with here in a bit.
2: Yeah, obviously it's a movie that everyone's heard of. You, you know of it without seeing it, right? You know, it's grand nature and, and you kind of know what you're in for. I didn't know it was going to be on the episode when mm-hmm. I first started doing this, but I knew it was a movie that you, you loved. Uh-huh. Um... So I knew that was something that you're going to take extra care of, and I was excited to, you know, kind of cross this bridge. Yeah, and Artie, I think we mentioned last week how, you know, within the first
0: five episodes of Best Picture Cast, we were already talking about plans for Lawrence Bravey and how we were going to do, it, and we we're like, oh, it's going to be two part episode. We're going to have different people on either one. Yeah, so that's a, here we are with it.
1: Yeah, I can't believe it's we're in season four.
0: <laughs> I know that's <laughs> that right, guys. we got to mention is, too, this is that
1: is crazy part
0: of the season four. Debut episode here too. We didn't even mention That's, that here this yeah. week.
1: That's nuts. Our ninety second release, ninety first. At what point this can I similar. start putting this on my resume? can <laughs> <laughs>
3: like, hey,
1: yeah, you knock yourself out. I <laughs>
3: guess it depends on what job you're looking for.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Amateur podcaster. <Yeah. laughs> that is number one with the bullet. Yeah. yeah. At
0: the the last question I got for the uh, for the first watcher here, Grant. Yes. When you press play for the first time. Mm. What were you expecting? Did you know what the movie was about? Does, were you were you taken back with how this movie starts?
2: Um, with a long ass uh, introduction, overture followed you know? by the followed <laughs> by the motorcycle. <laughs> no, the, mo- the motorcycle thing really took me off. Really threw me off. Right, I'm like, yeah. oh. Then like, it, it kind of dawned on me that it was going to be a. This is where he ended up. Let's see how we got there, kind yeah, of thing. Okay. Um, the before he before he crashed, I kind of put that together. Mm-hmm. Before you watch the movie, you know it's a. Lawrence of Arabia, you know it takes place in the desert. Yeah. Um, you know, I didn't know if it was like World War Two or World War One. I. Mm-hmm. I didn't really know what, what that context was. Good on you because air. I had no
0: idea what the hell was going on. Yeah. Well, I saw on the like, motorcycle. I, I didn't, I I, did I go didn't go until to... the until the funeral. I had no idea what we were doing even doing a retrospective. Yeah, I'm like, what? What? Why is, why is he on a motorcycle? Why is he on a paved road? What is What is happening? Yeah, I,
1: I didn't go. Well, I'm the, the right movie. movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> After right. five minutes of silence, tapping your phone, pl- plugging <laughs> in wires. Like, am I watching? I remember the first.
3: It's the first time I watched it. It came on. TV like I caught In the beginning So I was like Oh my TV's Fucking broken So I like I like Went out of the room And I came back And he was on a Motorcycle I was like What happened
2: <laughs> It's funny because The version I DVR'd Of TCM It was the Director's cut And during the Overture in the Beginning it was A still image of Lawrence on the Train Yeah and
1: then oh. they, they let you know your TV's not broken. Yeah, and then when it. I rent you can't when just I just change channels and see darkness. Yeah, and then, oh, no one's gonna leave it And all. Then when I rent it on that's Amazon, it was it was a black screen. I'm like,
2: oh
3: okay,
1: yeah, it's just different. In the theater, it's cooler with the black screen. Sure, In yeah. the theater that's probably awesome. Yeah,
3: on Amazon, yeah. it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: so
0: I, I should. This is a good time to just throw out there: is this is the second part of a two-part episode? Yeah, if you haven't checked out our first part, where we tackled really the, the first section of the movie up up into the intermission. Go back and check that out. That's with myself, Artie, and, and Jay Dowski. We had a great conversation there about that. Because Joey and Grant are hopping into the conversation now where we talk about this, the second section of this movie, I'm sure we're gonna rehash some ideas and some thoughts that we went through in the first one. Artie, you know, me and Artie are, are talking about this thing again. Grant and Joey are, are, are new into the conversation, so we're going to be double back soon. So give us a little bit of a breathing room and, and uh, some slack to play with it. There's a
1: chance, if you listen to episodes one and two, I say word for word the same exact thing <laughs> on two <laughs> separate episodes with the same passion. Have respect to respect the consistency. Right, that's what my wife tells me when I repeat myself all day long.
0: Now, what, what's going to be really fun is when he says the exact opposite of something he <laughs> said in the first episode. That's what it's going to be better. I, do <laughs> I don't do that, though.
3: I don't do that. What's your ABV? We're
4: getting there. We're getting there. That's and there is
0: just a wonderful segue there. You're like a true veteran. I love it here. And I think let's start with Artie B, who puts the AB in ABV. (laughs) And what do you have here with us, Artie?
1: So we're sticking with what we were doing last night, just a little different. This is the Samuel Adams Wicked Hazy Juicy New England IPA. It's six point eight percent, so it's a lighter one. (laughs) <laughs> That's a, a very wordy title. As it's, if Robert, not as, it's not as wordy as the one last night. That's right. The right. one i night say would be as if Robert Bolt named it himself. Artie's pouring vodka into it as we speak. To yeah, really <laughs> and yeah. I'm doing little floaters of Grey Goose.
2: <laughs> yeah. to uh, floaters?
1: I can't... It, wicked hazy because, you know, in the desert heat it gets a little hazy. <laughs> there, <laughs> there it
0: is. There's the time. It's the... It's a, uh, <laughs> It's the Sam Adams uh, Boston Lager with the the connection to JFK. From Boston. That's it.
3: Uh, Joey, what do you have here today? Um, The Sierra Nevada Wild Little Thing Slightly Sour. Mm. Um, You know, I've had this before. Kieran, you've had it. It's just a really good drinkable beer. Nice summer-ish night. Talking about the heat in the desert. Want something refreshing.
2: Love it. Grant? Um, I'm still working on the, um, if you listen to the Princess Bride episode... I was drinking the Montauk Brewery First Responder Pale Ale, and I'm
1: continuing that tonight. Is that the same four-pack from it's that? the same four-pack. D- you'd have to pay me so much money to make four beers last week. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, <laughs> not, I'm <laughs> not. This is basically what I drink. <laughs> like, yeah, wow. on the
3: I, I'm going to say again, that can is fucking amazing. It's a good It's a good
2: can, and it's a, it's a really good beer, and it's um, Montauk Brewery Exclusive. So yeah, you can't get it in stores. You got to go. you've Got to schlep all the way to Montauk to get a piece of this action.
0: And very fitting that we start off a season with Montauk at our side. There, it's been a, it's probably our, our most frequent flyer here at Best Picture Cast. We, we had sure, yeah. Montauk on the very first episode. Of a Montauk brand that has not not a brand, but a type of beer that has since been discontinued. The Montauk I, session. I had twelve
1: Wave Chaser in my cart, and I saw this as I was turning <clears throat> and walking away, and I switched it out. Interesting, uh, yeah. but. That session, that green can not being around just devastates it me. It hurts.
3: It's my favorite. I can't
1: wait till they bring it back and it's in stores and we do an episode and it's like, all four of us! Have <laughs> yeah, that's fashion. right. We're going, we're going green, baby. <laughs> I, too, have the Montauk session. <laughs> when
3: we all just have stacks of it in our garage. <laughs> so, for me, it was
0: quite a journey through the first part of this movie. You know, we had to cross the Nefu Desert and the Sun's Anvil and we had to cross Mount Sinai and all that, so I needed... Two cold glasses of lemonade when I was mm. there, but we did not have any le- any lemonade uh, available for this one. And if we're up to listener beast, it would have been Mike's hard lemonade as he suggested on Twitter That's today. A but we're not going to be doing that either. So I have, What is the prom? I have Lining Kugel's summer shandy here. It's a natural lemonade flavor.
2: Two tall gla- two cold glasses of lemonade.
0: He likes your lemonade. He likes your
4: lemonade. Uh,
0: yes. So I have the uh, lemonade flavored. Line and Kugel Summer Shandy. Line and Kugel is, I believe, uh,
2: uh Milwaukee, uh,
0: is, Wisconsin, yeah, yeah Chippewa yeah. Falls.
2: I, I like I like the summer summer shandy a lot. Titanic uh connection there too. Yeah, there you just go. From
0: That's from right. Chippewa Falls. Yeah, wow. Good call there. Yeah, it's uh it's a it's a real refreshing one. I, I love it, yeah. 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 if you ever go to Chicago, hmm. always on tap out there. That is and that... Uh, yeah, yeah, just I mean, Milwaukee Chicago are, it's a good um, town. Yeah, rivaling cities there, but they're... Very good mm-hmm. town. Okay, so that's what we're drinking like, here yeah. for this. We will have to uh, ration ourselves uh, cup by cup as we go through this thing here. When you drink, I'll drink. Yes, and before we do the... amount the... of times that was said yesterday.
4: <laughs> <laughs> like that.
0: Now, well, before, I was in part one. <laughs> before we do the deep dive into the center of this movie here, I want to just give... Uh, here some initial thoughts here. From Joey and Grant, me and, and Artie, gave our initial thoughts uh, last week. Joey, we'll start with you. Just kind of general initial thoughts here. And as we said last week, last week we did a lot of the technical stuff. I'm sure we'll get into a little bit of that this week. We a lot of the, uh, the, the introduction to the characters and the plot stuff. This second half, we're going to be doing a lot of talk about themes yes. and about all the, the core... Yes, Joey's excited. Uh, all about the core... Um, the core ideas behind the character in the movie. We took a lot of characterization, too. So, Joey, a, a, a little uh, a little initial thoughts for us.
3: Yeah, so something I complain a lot with movies is when they do work for you and don't let the audience think. This movie does the exact opposite. They do nothing for you. They tell you just enough to know what's going on, but make you, you know, really pay attention and figure it out. And I really love that about this movie. Development is amazing. I mean, I, you know, I could go on. We'll get into that.
0: Joey, that's put really well with it. Does not do any work for you. No, like you're you're other than showing you a really pretty movie. Like it does From there, you have to do all the work yourself. So it, like kind of like the comparison of, of college to high school. You know, in high school, okay. there's all the exercises in every class. The teachers had showing you how to do every problem, and you go home and do it. College is just like all right. here's a textbook. Uh, we'll talk about it a little bit, and the rest, you know, is right. pretty much up to like, you.
3: Because, you know a lesser director. In the beginning of this, there's whole there's a whole talk about how. Oh, the Arabs are a bunch of tribes. If they were one country country together that unite, like, some bullshit. That does, you know, this lets you live in it and say, so, oh, this is why he's doing that. Oh, shit. And as you yeah. realize it, it's just so much more fulfilling.
0: And, and fulfilling is a great way to describe it, too, because just for me, at least, and, you know, Grant, I'll go to you next, but just a movie that every time I watch it, I notice something different, learn something different highlights something different in my mind, and, and boy, I love a movie that gives back to you every time you see it
2: there. But Grant, initial thoughts for you in, in tackling this thing here? The amount of respect I have for this movie is, it it can't be understated. I I think this is a movie that, that hits on every level and achieves exactly what it, it sets out to. It's such a massive undertaking of mm-hmm. a film, and the way it's presented, and... Like like Joey said the way that it it does not only does it it doesn't it doesn't trust the audience it forces the audience mm. to make the connections and, and and it is like it's a reward like once you once you watch it and you and everything kind of sinks in everything kind of locks into place it's a very rewarding watch I gotta say too i'm
0: sure your your wheels are already turning about what sort of design will be on the merch that will be uh Lords for Arabia. Design here. I'm drinking out of my, uh, uh, actually, out of Joey's. Glad to be here. <laughs> yeah. One flew out of the cuckoo's nest. Pine glass. So uh, you see Jack Nicholson's. Uh, that is a good, really, I, I really
2: do like that one. It is a great. That's a great. That's a, a one, great yes. one. I
3: really. Do I like love that one. That it's so simple. simple. You know
2: exactly what it is. Yep.
3: Yeah. Everyone yeah. who's come over and seen it knows exactly what it is. That's that's yeah. awesome. No matter how love into movies area. they are, they know what it is. Yeah.
0: And we don't just have the nest. Cuckoo's nest one. We have a ton of. Uh, a ton of merch for a lot of the movies we've covered here. We'll have the link to that that merch in our profiles. We do in all of our episodes. You can go and yeah. and buy your very own uh, Cuckoo's Nest glass or mug or shirt. I have my Godfather Two T-shirt on. Great, you yeah. have like a Best Picture cast branded shirt I on do. there. I do. And
2: we just released a Amity Island Brewing Company. Very cool. We did. We did talk about it. we did we talked about Jaws. So I figured it's okay to yeah. make merch for. Yeah. It. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's Not a Best Picture winner, but it fits. so am Amity Island Brewing Company. You know, it's a fake brewery. Made some merch, um, you know. You know, you can get there. It's summertime; they have beach towels. So if you want yeah. to start the Brewing Company beach towel, That's cool. you might guess. And if we want a connection there,
0: Jaws. And Shaws was the episode. We discussed Shaws alongside A Man for All Seasons. The script of A Man for All Seasons was written by Robert Bolt, the same screenwriter of Lawrence Arabia. There you go. So there's your... Adaptation
2: machine, this guy.
0: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) There
2: is is your connection
0: there. We're headed back to 1962. We're headed into the middle of this movie. We've already done our detailed uh, deep dive here. We've talked about the Yankees. We've talked about JFK. We've talked about our wonderful clarinet piece... Stranger on the Shore by Aker Bilk. Let's talk about Lawrence Arabia, guys, and let's talk about how the second half starts off here. We get a nice little, another little interlude here yeah, in the middle. You get a blank screen uh, check out of this thing. This section of the movie, I feel like every time I see it, I never know where it's going to start. Like, I'm like where where do we... Because sometimes in, in my head that the the conversation with Jack Hawkins... And uh and and Dryden and that like that that starts the second half. Okay. But I forget that we're you know, go we go right back it's two secondary characters. Yeah, we go right we, yeah. and we're introduced basically. I mean we do seem a little bit in the opening this scene. Is but his but yeah, this Jackson is the introduction. Yeah, Jackson Bentley. Yeah, we're right. gonna get Just Jackson where we meet
3: Bentley, Bentley for real.
0: Yes. For real. Jackson Bentley is portrayed by Arthur Kennedy. Yeah, by Arthur Kennedy, yes. Mm-hmm. Four time Oscar nominee. Never won one but up a couple times. Kind of a theme for a bunch of the guys in this movie here. Uh, let's start with you, Artie, here, because we did not talk about this character at all in the first section because he's really not in, in the first section much other outside of the, the funeral scene in the beginning. What are your initial thoughts here about uh, uh, about Jackson Bentley?
1: I liked him. I thought he served his purpose. He was inquisitive, but he also spoke like a scholar, kind of. Yeah. You could tell he's a writer. He's smart. Yeah, yeah he, he was determined, but he also was kind of like invested in Lawrence's character struggle that the same way the audience is. Mm. Like, who is this guy? What am I really following? Benley is the audience surrogate. He is the guy that you...
2: He's the outsider that you see the actions through his lens. And it's very interesting that you don't see him until the second half, really. Yeah. So, like, once everything's kind of established, you kind of get a better understanding... Well, and this is also when you get a better understanding of Lawrence, too. And I think it's done purposefully through his eyes... As the reporter and as us, the audience.
1: It reminded me of, and I know Spielberg's a huge fan of this, but in oh, Saving yeah. Private Ryan, yeah, the the guy who's writing the book with um, the yeah with the the uh, infantry unit.
3: Oh yeah, he's
1: writing the book about the bonds of brotherhood. Yeah, David, David Faraday from Lost, for all you Lost heads. Yeah,
3: there? yeah. Oh, that's right. I okay. mean all the research you do on this is just how much Spielberg loves it.
0: Well, yeah, and no. and I promise you guys know so the other thing is Joe and you haven't heard the first section of this yet either, so you're kinda of going about it. We brought up <laughs> oh okay. we brought Spielberg, up Spielberg just like he's basically on so the feel, episode. Feel free, <laughs> feel free to pile on with all that. But yeah, he obviously had a big part of the restoration. And oh, his, yeah. This is one of his favorite and most beloved movies of all time. The Jackson Bentley character was one for me in my earlier viewings of this one that I I just like a character I never fully got into was just kinda I've I always felt he was like in, inserted into the thing. I mean of course he was purposely sure. sure. But it was kinda always like, hey, get me back to Lawrence here. This in my, my earlier relationship with this movie, it was always very clear to me how little I knew about the history behind this thing. I mean it just I just this is this is just a complete blind spot in my world history view. Sure. It was like this section of World War One. Yeah. And i I've, I've always been like, oh man, as much as I love this movie, I think I like owe it to myself at some point in my life to just spend some time reading up on this. And then this is pre-podcast and pre-even thinking about, you know, listening to podcasts, let alone right. recording them. When we have this opportunity comes up that we're going to do an episode on it, I'm like, all right, well, I have to do something now. And for anyone out there who is looking to learn a little more about the history behind Lawrence, behind T.E. Lawrence, behind this conflict, highly recommend the book Lawrence in Arabia by Scott Anderson. It does a it 's it's, it's written retrospective to the movie, so there 's a lot of yes you 've seen lawrence arabia let 's give you a little context for the history behind it. Right. get a good feel for for uh, t lawrence and, and all that and and really about what what was trying to be done here and what ended up happening and We talked in the first part of this episode about how David lean made a conscious effort to stay away from the history and the uh, the history books and get involved with the character, the character and story, yeah. yeah, make it a character study. Uh, let's, let's ask questions and come up with, come up with thought through that rather than just retelling this section of world war one. So the the book fills a lot of gaps there. And one of the real fascinating parts about the Jackson Bentley character here, and when you know a little more about the history you can pick up certain lines and certain aspects of, mm. of his section of the script as to why he's so important to this film. And the biggest thing is is one of the reasons that all this got screwed up and that the French and the English didn't allow the, the Arabian people to, to keep their themselves together and they divvied everything up is because America did not get involved. They stayed in a state of isolationism. President Wilson did not get involved and that's what Jackson Bentley's character is trying to do here. He says he goes, I'm trying to come up with something. I need someone the American people can get their head around. Yeah, that's where Prince Faisal goes, well, Lawrence is your guy. Lawrence is a man. Yes. So so, uh, that context really helped me a lot this time around and Really understanding that this is the American involvement. in What's going on? We saw that a little bit in Bridge on the River Kwai with the William Holden character, yep. and yep. William Holden was was considered to play this spot, which you can kind of see as he, uh, that's, totally, yeah, they're, yeah, they're they're very. The I two actors are very right similar. Yeah, they're. Yeah. <laughs> this is a character whose
2: stock has gone up in my mind this time around. That the interaction he has with Fazal is um, is incredible. Their their dialogue and their give and take. It's just powerful. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, and when when. when he, <laughs> When Benley starts bullshitting, it's like, "Well, you know, as Americans, we are sympathetic towards imperialist, you know, countries," and he's just like, "Oh, thanks for your concern." <laughs> 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 yeah. no he's full of shit. There, there are a lot of scenes in the first half that are very dialogue-driven that are very well-written, and this is this is one from the second half. Yeah, it's it is kind of a choice to not give
0: us Lawrence right away either, and to introduce a character and have. This intimate conversation between the new character and Faisal, yeah. and then it's, as we heard in, the, in, in a clip that we played from Adam talking about it is the, when you see Lawrence, boom, he's blowing up trains,
3: and here we go. It's, yeah, it's a great, it's a great reintroduction to the character. It, it's so much character building through others' dialogue that just is a really hard thing to pull off that they nail.
1: What's cool too is it gives you a new appreciation for the opening scene of the first part mm. because that. Happens after all of the second part. Like he knows Lawrence better than everyone he's asking on those stairs. Yeah. yeah hey, he do does. you know him? Yeah. Like, did you ever meet him? Yeah. And he just. And he knows him best. I yeah. he watched everything. He, right. he, was, he documented him. him. Yeah. He passed judgment on him. He <laughs> calls him rotten. He yeah. created him. I,
0: in he, ma- in many ways. Yeah. <laughs> the, the lore the, gets
1: created.
3: Yeah.
0: The lore behind him. Yeah. I watched this one this time around, in surround like we had a little surround sound setup that we we put oh, together cool. in the and uh, on on. 4K HD, and the train blowing up, it and like I, shook
1: the apartment. I was like, whoa! No. <laughs> like, geez, like, it's getting
0: shit out of me. Like, Dude,
1: I had to watch mine in uh, on a Blu ray player in my in law's basement, mm-hmm. and in order to hear the dialogue, the volume had to be on 90. But when the score <laughs> yeah. kicked oh, in yeah. or there was an explosion, my room shook. I
0: was yeah. like, wow, oh,
1: what the fuck? <laughs> and that one is it. That goes from a heavy dialogue
0: scene where you're listening, you're listening. And, and, yeah, so, as, as, like, pull, and then, then the plunger. Yeah, oh, all
1: yeah. go, boom. You know what else is cool, too, about just getting back to Jackson Bentley, living the movie, but we catch him at the end, at the beginning? Right. It goes to show how effective he was at telling the story of Lawrence, because everyone's like, no, I didn't know him, but he was a great man. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, "Did anyone really know him besides me? Like, I'm trying to get something... But it also shows he,
3: where he stopped telling the story.
1: Right. Yeah. Because now he doesn't want to...
3: He can't destroy what he created because of what it could mean worldwide. No one out. knows about now. He's prisoners. the one who has to hold on. Right. He, what that must mean for him to hold on to. This is the
0: time to bring this up, and I know uh, I know Mike from Cinemas is, is, is eagerly waiting for this one. Though David Lean loves his trains. There's big train mm. spots. In every single one of his movies...
1: Does he love them? He just destroys
2: them. Yeah, well, he loves to... He loves loves the symbolism of trains. Yes, yes.
0: yes. And uh, a brief encounter. uh, We see it in Bridge and River Kwai. You'll see it again in Dr. Trivago. And here we are... Of course, Bridge and River Kwai. Kaboom. And here we are blowing blowing them up again here. There is... A great amount of symbolism here in this second half of of, of the movie here. Whether we're, we're talking the the trains blowing up in, in the middle of the desert, where you have you know Lawrence trying to preserve his newfound homeland. His love is clean. Yes, keep it clean. It's clean, keep it clean. The clock, the broken clock yeah. that uh, that yeah, that, uh, that Anthony Quinn yeah, has. That's, uh-huh. Yeah,
2: that's that's great because that represents the whole Arab nations coming together and just it, like they broken. They they feel like they got one over on everybody, and then it yep. just doesn't work. Mm. It's just perfect.
0: Yep, he thinks he ripped the other guy off. We yeah, have a giant like, clock that doesn't yeah that isn't ticking. That doesn't work. The horses yeah. coming off the train. I mean, it's just there's so much majestic symbolism in this in this the thing. The
1: horses. And, I could have watched that forever. It's beautiful. Man. I love when they first start firing on the train. There's a shot of all the horses jumping. Mm. in synchronicity, and its I was like, how did he get that? He must have really started them. (laughs) I'm sure he did, yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm sure 100% they scared the shit out of those horses. How many takes did it take? They're like, all right, come on. (laughs) (laughs) The horses are just
2: shaking. All right, Butterscotch, let's go.
0: (laughs) I always have to to smile a little bit when I see a train in a David Lean movie, and Mm. and just know that he's he's telling you your, your wheels better be turning in your brain right now, because we're... We're, we're digging into some deep themes here. I, there's going to be a question that we're going to be asking ourselves throughout this section of the podcast. We asked a little bit in the first one, too, and, and I think one of our duties here is to do our best to answer it is, who is T.E. Lawrence? Who is Lawrence of Arabia? Yeah. And what, how do we piece together all the evidence that we get into, into this character, into this what uh, William Friedkin calls a, a, a conundrum of a character? William Freakin, was the director of, of The Exorcist, he's on the DVD Extras talking about it. And he sounds a lot like an ex-president, if you will. Uh, oh, <laughs> check really? Out. Oh, yeah, that's
1: hilarious. <laughs> that was amazing. Yeah. When you sent that clip, I, like I'll blew my mind. I'll
0: post it on Twitter here at after this, but he sounds a lot like a very recent ex-president. <laughs> <laughs> it
1: sounds like he's trying to do an impression. of. Yeah, him he's certainly talking about
0: how huge uh, Lawrence <laughs> of Arabia <laughs> is in scale. But yeah, but and and it's just he just really honed into the part He's like this is a mystery wrapped in a conundrum with with Lawrence and and we're we're meant to ask that question every time he pops up on screen. Grant, is that a question you've begun to uh to to be able to tackle here? Cuz I know you yeah. in particular you put out on Twitter, you know, I am I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm losing yeah, I'm sleep trying to answer to think of this question. I
2: think I have my answer. I don't know if it's the answer. Okay. I have my answer. Lawrence is a man in desperate searching of belonging and meaning. Mm. And he never got it as a bastard son mm. and probably an outcast in Victorian England, right? He, he said, okay, well, like like a lot of people that join the military, they're looking for a sense of purpose. He joins that, does not fit in. Okay, let me go halfway across the fucking world. Let me see if I can fit in with the Arabs. It works, but his own arrogance gets in the way. And, and his, his purpose of bring freedom to the arabians backfires spectacularly so what the hell does he have to show for all of this mm. and i i think eventually he just comes to terms with it and just lives a quiet life on the english countryside yeah, just and, to, and, just to just kind of resign to the fact that he'll never really be complete
0: what makes it even more complicated is you know you, you you said that it it backfires spectacularly and it ultimately does fail yeah as you said but it's laced with success and potential,
2: oh, for which sure. makes right. the blow that and much it's, harder. It's, it's devastating. Yes, it's, yeah, it's devastating because he was so close to single-handedly bringing the Arabians their freedom.
0: Yeah, and and, and
2: he, what and, would and, have
0: changed the the course of history in yeah. in one of the you know and, one of the the yeah. most war-ridden sections of the world in the last hundred years.
2: And you know, he, he has, I mean, millennia. It's just yeah, yeah. But the uh, but. He gets. I mean, well, I'm sure we'll talk about the scene, but he gets broken, absolutely mm. broken, mm-hmm. and that, and this, and he never healed from that. And then, and the scars he carries from that that moment kind of derail everything. And, and what is so
0: heavy about the context of this movie too mm. is if you go back a hundred years to when this stuff was going on. Yeah, you know, here we are in in World War One, and. You imagine what if what if it worked? What if perhaps the Americans or another another country got involved in this section and not just in Europe? And they were able to unite these tribes as opposed to divvying them up in, in ways right, in that they wouldn't be able to connect. And, right. Yes, yeah. How would that have shifted? I mean, it's it's tough, it's tough to answer that question for War II because there's probably so many other things in motion going on in Europe. But how would that have shifted the, 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 what's gone on in the Middle East In right. you know, nine eleven and all, right. all that stuff? The, the, just... rip,
2: the ripple effect of that is... Ongoing. Yeah, right. well, it's, 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 it's unfathomable. History
0: has
3: changed profoundly, if this works.
0: Yeah, this is a, this is a watershed moment. Yeah. in, in that, We're not just talking American history, we're not just talking European history, well, we we're are talking world. world history. Sure. It's a different world. It is a different Literally, world. Literally, it's which not makes... hyperbolic which makes the Faisal character and the T Lawrence character and and Omar Sharif makes them that much more heartbreaking of characters is that they're they're on the goal line you know they're they're they it's it's in the sights they ha, they have a chance to 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 change the the history of the
2: entire this globe is, this is this is the Seattle Seahawks not running with Marshawn Lynch <laughs> at the Super Bowl <laughs> and throwing the interception. What a
1: fucking metaphor. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Perfect, Grant. That's what it is. Yeah, shout-out to... scribbling the... out the note I was about to write. <laughs> you, you just said it better. Yeah. Shout-out to a little shot at
2: Seattle, too. I like that. to the I, I love Marshawn Lynch. Give him the rock. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, it, it's it really like those... The new coalition that was formed... I mean, in real life, it lasted a couple. Of, it lasted like 1920,
3: right? It lasted mm-hmm. a few years. Yes,
2: um, it was a little bit more successful, not successful enough, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, it petered
3: out quickly and was kind of a shell at point. Yeah, you
2: know, yeah, mean. exactly.
3: Lawrence was so
2: close to absolute greatness. Yeah, and to fall short of that, it, I mean, it. I mean, you, you see it on his face when he goes to the hospital, the Turkish hospital. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he just, he just, he just has to laugh. Because of how just empty everything is now.
0: Yeah, and, and the real life Lawrence very much just suffered from extreme depression and... um well, didn't he and,
3: change his name to Shaw, didn't he? Uh, didn't he yeah, he did. He went by a Shaw. He yeah. in the uh, royal name. He just yeah. wanted to hide. And, wanted yeah,
0: to... And, and, and separated himself from society. Yeah, just yeah. wanted to be alone, wanted to be out in the wilderness by himself and... Uh, uh, you know, eventually has a terrible accident. Forty six, I think he passes away at yeah. age forty six. Uh, one of
3: the things we it's brought up conspiracies around the death.
0: And one of the things so, we okay. brought up, and just going back to who was who Lawrence and the entity of Lawrence, we brought up in in the first portion portion of this episode. We were talking a little bit about leadership and mm-hmm. athletics, and you know how we you know we we did it through the context and the lens of athletics, but you could. Go into any form of of leadership, whether it's military leadership or business leadership or or education or whatever it might be. This character is one of the reasons why this is is one of my all-time favorites. It doesn't just embody and describe what it takes to lead, the impact you can have on others when when you become a great leader, how things can be shaped and changed and how people can be brought together through great leadership. It shows you the cost. Yeah of leadership. And Mm -hmm. when you go to great lengths to put something together, somewhere something else is falling apart. Whether it's inside you, whether it's inside someone else that's gonna come after you, whether it's in some other section of the world. There's nothing is for free. You don't get to just yeah, you don't just get to win the lottery and and collect. When you're (laughs) collecting something else is being taken away from. Something and always a, has to balance. Yes. There's a ripple effect everywhere and everything you do. Yeah. So, yes, you can make the men walk on water. And we'll get to sure. that one scene too. I love, 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 love that exchange. You can get them to walk on water with you. You have to give them a piece of yourself. Yes. But exactly. a little part of you is being given up there. And yeah. I think
1: that... The, sorry. I was going to say, I always heard the saying that a great leader would never... Ask someone to do something that they wouldn't do themselves. Mm. Right. And not only does he go out of his way to do, you know, everything he's asking others to do, yeah. he does things that they think is impossible. Mm-hmm. So now he's elevated to he's this different level of that's, leader. Yeah, that's what he tells
2: uh, Sharif where he says, if it wasn't for me, he'd still be in Yenbo. Yeah, right. and let's talk about this scene right
4: now
0: because this is one of my favorite things Favorite exchanges of the entire movie here. This coupled with the conversation they have after the Turkish Bay incident, which right. we'll have a whole section on as well. As that's a that's, a that's some some kind of scene in this book. Yep. But this conversation that he has with with Tariq, this is the the peak of Lawrence feeling Lawrence. Like this is I oh, can that's, do that's peak arrogance. Sign yes, and
3: yeah. it comes at such a point that it, you know it's going to not last, but you see it, and you know you're. It's so much of the dichotomy of this man, right? Where he's so arrogant at times, but at the time he's humble and brave, but there's also the blood, blood... Like, it's so yeah, interesting, and, and where it's... he really pops here, because with Sharif, who's such a cons- a constant. Yeah.
0: yeah. And it's... it's they talk about arrogance versus confidence, and this is like a weird hybrid of both at their peak, both at their max. <laughs> like, it's maximum confidence, maximum arrogance, well, where he really feels... Like how they, they they use the p word, a prophet. And already we talked about right. the biblical nature and how in the first half we're getting a ton of Old Testament allusions: Moses,
4: yeah. uh, oh, yeah. b-
0: b- crossing Sinai, you know the the b- the burning bush, or the, 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 all pillar the, of fire. the pillar of fire, the pillar of right. fire, right? Right. Now
4: it's New we're now we're talking walking on
0: water. Yeah. We're talking prophets. Is does does he do, do they think he's a prophet? Does he think they do? He, well, he, think he, he thinks he is. He thinks the he is. The line yeah.
1: of, he says to to Sherry Feli, he says, do you think I'm just anybody? Yes. So yeah. now, it, well, they're letting us know he doesn't think he's just anybody. Yes. And you know what? Even if, whether you're arrogant or confident, at that point, when you have that much success, it's the same thing. If you reach a high enough pinnacle, arrogance and confidence merge, and it's like, well, I should be... This confident, and arrogant, because I fucking did all this. You could be humble and confident, though. Well, you yeah, you can't. Uh, That happens. That's the difference. Arrogance, you lose the
2: arrogance.
3: There's a delusion with arrogance, and you lose the humility. You lose the reality. You get to you. You smell your own shit a little bit. Yeah, you can't. Well, you can't
0: pass the point of recognizing your own mortality, and that's what he does. He goes, "I can't. You can't get a pound of flesh from me. I'm more than man."
2: This is, this is the point of the movie where Lawrence channels his inner Bono.
4: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Even when he's getting shot at and he gets shot in the arm, after only he gets shot in the arm, bullet, and he's, he's fine. Yeah. He just stands there and lets the guy keep shooting yeah. at him. He yeah. thinks he's invincible. Well he's like, yeah, I can only get killed with a golden bullet. It's yeah. like, bitch, this is not golden eye. Like, <laughs> what do we
2: do? They're Gold trying finger. to kill me. Never yeah. seen a man killed with a sword before. By <laughs> Germany, I,
3: I do love that whole take camera picture. piece. You t- Did you take my picture?
1: Yeah, Anthony, yeah. The, the old
3: voodoo. So yeah, I love that. Yeah, Anthony he thinks you're stealing fire. his virtue. You're yeah. a thief. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that so much.
0: Go, going back to the to the scene with with him and Sharif there, and I I love I love the contrast of this and the and the next conversation that they'll have, and Sharif's kind of like. He's like, "Oh my god, now I got to argue the other side of this thing now." But there's there's, you know, we we just talked about athletics and like if you're if you're a coach, you there is a little part of you that has to make your players believe they're a little better than they are. You know, and Absolutely. and if you yeah. want to conquer something cuz most coaches, usually all of them except for one, have to deal with a team that isn't the best team amongst the pool of of teams they're going up against, and, and whether military, same deal. Like, you're not, you don't, if you don't have the strongest military in the world, and you're fighting a war, you better make your people believe they're the strongest military in the world. And Lawrence is just dialing this up to 10, where now he's not, we're not just going to, you know, beat the undefeated Patriots here. We are, you know, and, and win a championship for the New York Giants. Mm-hmm. Go with blue. Yes. <laughs> We're going ha- to walk on water, folks. That's yeah. what we're going to Who will walk on water with me? But, you know? but and, Artie, like you said, it's- he's s- willing to do it with them. Right. Yeah, you to give him that. And, yeah. He'll be and, the first in there.
2: But here's the ironic part of it. This is after people, even even after successful campaigns, his soldiers are just leaving. Mm. He's losing soldiers by the dozens every day. So after this and he point, where I- And he doesn't care. Right? Yeah. Like, his arrogance is that much, or he's like, well, you have me, and that's that's enough.
3: Right, and yeah. they, what, they, so when he starts, they have a 1,000, and at this point, after the it's first train scene, they're less than 200. 200. Yeah. So he's lost 80%, and he's still, but they have me.
4: Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then this is, this is of course, the perfect peak of it, is where he decides he's going to waltz right into the Turkish base. to the you know, as an and Arab. They're, yeah, they're going to believe that he's Arab. It reminds me of, of Cartman... When he like he thinks he's Ooh. invisible <laughs> and he's walking, he's walking butt naked through like the, the county fair, like just like, doing like the
1: sidestep. Just the absurdity of <laughs> just He lasted five seconds in that town more. I
2: am sorry, what are you doing?
1: Dude, that was I, I mean, love Cartman. That. Cartman was better.
2: I I love that. Within five minutes of Lawrence being there, he's like, he got picked up. It's just like, no, this wouldn't work at all. (laughs) It's like, you are the, you're the whitest. Right. You're the fairest person. Blonde hair, blue eyes. You you, you
3: have the bluest eyes in the face (laughs) of the world. But again, they didn't treat the audience like idiots. They didn't make us think like, oh no. Like, they're like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? (laughs) Like we were, you're done.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Okay, it's Turkish Bay time, folks. Joey, I think that you're going to have to lead us here in this one because this is a Joey R scene. This is, yeah,
3: there. I figured
2: this would be. <laughs> 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 this is a subject Joey loves talking about. Yes, uh, li- walk yes, us through fendi. This
3: one. So we meet the commander of the Turkish in D- D- Dara? Dara? Dara, 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 yeah, D E R R A. So Lawrence, being held captive by the Turks, meets the Turkish Bay, um, calls him a fendi, which is just a sign of respect. It gets super tense, super quick. We know at this point they're offering twenty thousand pounds for Lawrence, so that there's there there's heavy price on his head. Right into the
1: ripping of the robes and yeah, the skin, the, looking the, at
2: the, the, the dis- disrobing. Yeah, a little Uh-oh. nipple, nipple touching. The there. nipple play <laughs> would have been it, funny
1: if they ripped his robes off and he has like a lingerie. <laughs> off.
4: <on his laughs>
2: <there.
3: laughs> <laughs> <laughs> He's just wearing another set of robes. <laughs> <laughs> like like was this naked gun? <laughs> And, you know, the, just the touching, the very close-up on Lawrence's eyes and his mouth, and just the, the fear. The close-up on the bay's mouth. The close-up on yeah. the bay's mouth is just wildly unsettling. Like he's looking at a steak. Yeah. Yeah. And then just the, um... Lawrence knees him in the groin? Is that yeah, what Yeah, so, means? but first they, they look at the, the, <laughs> bull, the bullet wound in his arm, they think he's a deserter. Right. Because of it. Not realizing that it was one of their guys who got beheaded, so they never got to hear the news. Then he knees him in the groin, he goes to his office... Where the Turkish officers throw him over a bench, While well, one guy flirts with him. Oh, there oh, was eyes and smiles. Yeah, yeah they're was... all given. The guy, creepy uh, the guy holding, rapey,
0: rapey, rapey, very rapey. The, the guy yeah.
3: holding his arms beyond the effendi, who every time we see him has less clothes on in his office. The guy holding his arms is the rapiest like he uh, have just if if it's not Jose
1: Ferrer.
3: The
0: Turkish well, Bay is he's pretty rapey. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think I think he, I think it was a bad move to knee him in the balls. I think that got him going. I think that's <laughs> what yes. I agree. Yeah. And he
3: was just playing with his nipples. I think he I, wanted. And I, then you know, and then listen, the, the, I know what you know, his story says that he was raped. The book, the movie implies
0: it heavily yeah well they but they do it artistically in a sense where they're you know, not giving you the
2: answer and, and agree. This, it, this is one of the yeah. i'm sorry uh the first time i watched it i didn't put that together oh really okay yeah and then i, I was kind of reading up on it and then and it said that i'm like oh that's interesting because like him getting canes shouldn't have broken that much and you know? that's why and i, then th- I was like that's kind of weird um so and then i think david even david Lean says like Ninety percent of the audience doesn't know right. that a rape occurred. Right? Yeah, something something like that. He, he, can't, he, he can't, says he says he says he, he made it a little bit more implicit. But I, I, I mean, I
0: think he did. I, I think I like it's it. heavy. I like how he did it. And this is this is listen the code the code era is bullsh- oh for is, sure is, right is bullshit the Cody era is bullshit. We know it's bullshit. Right. Like it's yeah. ridiculous that they, that that art was censored that way. However. There are some byproducts of the code era, and this is the end of the code era. So they could have shown more, but than they, they got did. very creative but, in it. But, yes, there were. And you see a lot, and a lot in Hitchcock. Yes, there's a Louise, We yeah. talked about it's it. True in, in, to life,
1: too, because the, the rape stuff's kind of like vague. So it's the audience gets it, uh, it uh, presented to them in a vague way. But, yeah, like we, did we, it they happen, need... didn't happen, didn't
0: right, and it's there's there's something to like. Lining the thing up in a certain way to and and you know, Grant, you said that you know, David Lean looks back and said maybe I should have made it a little more obvious. But I mean, all the signs are there. Like right. the, well, just the, the just the way like they put it, him the over way the way thing. they angle him toward the door and right. the target. the yeah. cough, that cough, that creepy cough, that creepy cough.
3: But like the, when the things open, and you know, listen, we don't need this to be squeal like a pig. See, right, right, right. This movie, or, this you know, movie doesn't. This oh. movie isn't that. So <laughs> t- it, it, where this movie is just so. Much stronger than so many other movies is the fact that his reaction and the way he is the rest of the movie yeah. reiterates what you just watched yeah. and what you thought through the tension because you watch the tension with the skin and the nipples, like and the close up well, on the lips. Yeah,
2: when, when I after knowing what, what was implied, watching it the second time, it's very obvious, and, the and Grant, time, isn't, isn't obvious.
0: that more rewarding too? Oh, like, because sure. like, I, I agree. When I first saw it, like it was kind of like, "Ooh, what just went on?" Like that's something weird went on there. Yeah. And then, like the next time you see it, the, the little points where they're, you know, how he's angled through the door, how the guys are positioned again. Well, does, where...
2: does, does even like the camera work with the close-ups and stuff like that? Right. Yeah. The, the or...
3: entering the doorway yeah, kind yeah. of thing. Like, and, there's a lot what, of little. And what they do really well is the, the cane shots. He completely no cells initially, mm-hmm. and then to see his reaction next, there's a there's there's a disconnect. Like, oh, he took happened. a cane, yeah. and he didn't even blink. He Got you know he pissed the flirting guy off. What happened that now he's broken? So it's real. So even if you miss the skin stuff, even if you miss the creepy cough, it's all you know. All the pieces are really there for you. But again, like you said, it's this is why this is a fulfilling movie.
1: Yeah, I think the two most obvious tells that there's going to be something you know rapey going on is when the, the Turkish the Turkish it? Bay yeah when the Turkish Bay is talking to him about how he's feeling so isolated yes. and he goes you have no idea what I'm talking about do you right yeah like that's creepy and then yeah. also very creepy and then he goes to and he's like no effendi and then he goes to the room and after he gets kneading the balls and says beat him the next time they show him He's got less clothes on. He's disrobing. Yeah. His, his, his shirt's unbuttoned. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. untaught. Yeah. And the door's a little
3: bit more open than the last time. And the shirt is way more off. And he's watching. You
2: he's... can
1: throw, throw caressing his
2: nipple in there too. That's yeah. Yeah, we all we all know that David Lean loves himself a train.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Grant. That's amazing <laughs> Oh lord you, you, you please Well take that there you go that, I
3: think that one's staying That's the trailer staying. for this episode
0: <laughs> Oh my god Jose Ferrer's performance here in this And there was initial brushback from him And through his agents and whatnot, Saying you know I'm only in the film for how long I'm in one scene like I'm a big star He won, won an Oscar playing Cyrano Joey our favorite that keeps coming oh. up <laughs> 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 Nominated three times wins, wins for Cyrano Big star he goes, yeah. alright, you know, I'll do it, but you gotta you gotta it's, bill me it's at the su- top.
2: It's such yeah, it's it's such a
0: impactful performance, though. And he goes on to say it's his he thinks it's his best performance of his career. It's considering a, all his things so it was started as this role so small he didn't almost didn't take it. You gotta build me high if I'm gonna take it. And now it's like, well, I think my best performance is probably Lawrence from Ray. that's wow. amazing. Yeah. That
3: the impact of that scene is so- Everything else, it's you know, it's and it I mean, all makes sense in. Oh, that's that's the start of the ripple that we're right? talking about. Hundred percent. That's that's the start. You know, of it. you talk about a fall from grace. You know, it's 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 this is just it's it's a drop to the bottom.
0: Yeah, the ripple around the nipple. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now we get to the to the second half of the exchange here with Sharif, <laughs> and it's like I'm going home. He's like, yeah, Say what like, now?
3: You're like, going like, home?
0: Like we like, just just let us here? Like, what? Yeah, like, like, like Yeah. Like
3: yeah, I've had enough. Like yeah, I'm out. I'm done. They changed my mind. Oh, I quit. I'm gonna go back to wearing pants, bro.
0: I quit.
1: I miss my trousers.
0: Yeah, <laughs> my ill-fitting trousers. Now Sharif Ali finds himself on the other side of this conversation. Like, oh my God! Now I got to tell you, like, How you just you convinced and... us all to walk on water yeah. here. Like, now we can't do anything. And then this goes, Nah. And and um, I have a, a a line here. This is the line that Lauren says, and this is again why this is to me one of the greatest character studies, well, this is the line you get near the beginning of the second section of this movie. I've come to the end of myself. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. What a, like, what a, what a line to analyze where this character is and where this character is going. I've come to the end of myself. Well, he's like, oh, it's,
2: dude. He's just not feeling himself anymore. Like yeah. Like, he, know, he knows he's broken. He, like, he knows he's been defeated.
0: Yeah, this is, this is like where you get your example of what they call now um, imposter syndrome. You guys are familiar yeah. with imposter oh, syndrome. Yeah. So you get a, a heavy case of it here with him. And and he's, he's ridden himself so high that when you get that cold dash of reality, it's not just, you're not back to normal. You're, you're on the opposite end you're and so now you're lower, lower than you've ever right. been. He's,
2: yes. he's, he's basically in the upside down. Like, he's in the upside like down, that's yes. that's basically what it is.
3: He's, he's just in, like, an alternate universe where he's the exact opposite of himself. Yeah. Right. He's so destroyed, he can no longer even comprehend where his arrogance came from. Like, that's not even something he could conceive of anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he's so far away from it. So when you're so far away from it, how do you even imagine getting back to it? Well, I mean, that's just something that
2: gets taken from you. When you experience trauma like that, 100 percent, and fully stolen, and, and, you. and you just and your 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 basically like your life essence gets taken from you, destroyed. Yeah, just yeah, and and even 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 a man like that's not immune to it.
3: No, nobody is. And right just for
0: anyways. the the listeners, zoom past it, but just a, a a definition of imposter syndrome, just so. Uh, you don't have to look it up yourselves. It involves the feeling of self doubt and personal incompetence that persists despite your education, your experience, and your accomplishments. So, you get gets a uh, a heavy dose. I of think that's that, fairly you
1: know? common nowadays.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, they talk about it a lot with these um with these influencers.
1: Yeah, to say social media. Yeah, causes. that's why so, there's yeah. so much suicide attached to that. Right,
0: because they're mm-hmm. at such a young age, they're getting such mega attention doing. Really, nothing. Right. So, He's, like, when you're so you sitting on the couch, TV it's gets million views. Right. It's like, okay, but why right. and what and did the understanding of self-worth and it's a it's it's like kind of like a new epidemic almost yeah, yeah.
3: my wife the other day she actually, she said to me we were driving she's like why are all these tiktok kids killing themselves mm. he's like every week one someone's killing one of these you kids you know like 19 20 yeah. years old well, this this, this is what it is when you're when your value is based off how many likes or views you get there's a very tight shelf life on that and if you have are unable to
1: find something else everything will feel worthless it, it's high school on steroids like Look how popular I am! A million people like me, yeah. and then it ends. I mean, and listen
3: yeah. there there there's studies about like social media addiction where they're actually like connect, uh, LSU did a study where they were actually able to find with people so far into it a like on Instagram or TikTok or whatever was giving them the same dopamine reaction as drugs.
1: I could see so that. now you take that away
3: And what that means Now it's the depression, the self-worth it like withdrawal, withdrawal yeah. from it so much So now, and if there's nothing And, you know, if Now imagine it's taken away due to Not because someone doesn't like your dance on TikTok But through a violent Sexual assault where now You feel like you've Stolen valor almost yeah. Right? How do you Now a soldier with honor Comprehend that in a way that ever will be whole. Yeah.
1: I had a note when you asked Grant like who he thinks Lawrence is. Yeah. I think Lawrence keeps finding himself and losing himself. Mm. He keeps. Oh, well, I like that. He keeps like he even after they take Akaba. Right after he's like, well, now what? He goes over to the water, stares at it. He's like, well, I he, thought, I'm, I thought this was it. Like, I thought this was going to make me feel fulfilled. Yeah, and while and it does scared of the bloodlust, and while it does change his character as as a human, it, it doesn't reward him the way he thought it would. So he's he keeps getting these like false identities that he thinks are what he is, but what he is is really just this ever changing yeah. person. Who's yeah, searching I searching for meaning. He's constantly I, searching. I, it's yeah. never going to end. Yeah.
0: I like that our readings of that scene are are different. Um, the scene of him on the beach of Aqaba, we because we, you know, we both outlined it in the first part of this and, beautiful, um, look, I yeah, mean, just
4: visually, so yeah, oh
0: amazing, amazing. Um, I I view that, and I like your. I'm not saying your interpretation of the reading of that is is wrong, and they're we're both, you know, they're both, both readings right. that are totally that's, yeah. That's, a thing, that's why a movie like this is right. amazing. I view that scene as the connection of his European self and his newfound Arabian self. The sand meeting the water. And him walking along the line of it, and him reflecting on it, connecting. And I think that when the next problem arises, he doesn't have time to stay to revel in that anymore, and then goes from there.
1: See, I so, think he yeah. doesn't want to because he thought that that would give him fulfillment, and it doesn't. So he's like, "Well, I need to go do something else dramatic, yeah. like go yeah. to Cairo myself." I, I actually, am like, more either on either
2: way.
3: Either way sounds correct, right. <laughs> <laughs> right?
1: Yeah, right. Because I'm more on the arty side. I think that's
3: when like the um, like delay things. Roll, roll in that yeah. he's, he's hesitant because he doesn't feel like this was yes. enough for him. Well,
0: that, but th- that disrupts his moment, too.
3: Right. It's, when, the, when he's by
0: himself with the camel, walking along the shoreline, that's his moment. The, when the garlands come in, that's that's disrupted. That that ripples the effect. Yeah. Right.
3: I think that that coming in is, no, I don't deserve this yet because there's an unfulfilledness to him, which then, tr- one, drives him away from it because of the bloodlust, but... Drives him more to it, because now what do I have to do to get this level of fulfillment that I thought would come from this... I mean, this unbelievable... Imp- he did something impossible, mm. and still didn't feel like it was
0: enough. Okay, so I want to ask you guys, because we, we didn't spend... We're going to talk about the guides a little bit now. We didn't spend too much time on... And their guides are uh, Dayud and... Farage. Farage and... Daoud and, uh, and Farage. So we didn't spend too much time on uh, Di- Daoud, uh, who sinks into the... Sinks into the quicksand. We didn't spend too much time on him and the meaning and the impact of that on purpose because I wanted to kind of get into them together. It works
2: here. better thematically. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, Joey, I want to. I'll kick it off to you first. Like, what is what is your reaction to their importance within this narrative and and their importance to the evolution or de of of Lawrence's character?
3: I, I think it shows so much of Lawrence because you know when we first meet them, nobody takes them seriously, but Lawrence is willing to take them in on the trip, I mean, everybody's like, the kids? Why are you, like... And yeah. so he, you know, not only gives them a chance to be his valets or whatever, but he also really takes them under his wing. So when Dayud dies, you know, would he have gone to Cairo that first time talking about, you know, I'm done? Or or was it, you know, because, you know, shooting Gassim was so problematic for him, um, how much Dayud meant... Like, that's yeah. the death that I think really weighed heavy, but he was... Using his, oh no, I have bloodlust. Like, I think it was his inability to cope with losing people close with him. So, you know, a little bit later on when they talk about the deaths and the injuries and whatnot. I think that maybe some of his arrogance come from him shielding
1: himself from having to deal with death. And that's a Mm -hmm. great point. He bugs out when he loses people that meant something to him. Because then when Farage dies with the detonator... He has to kill Farage. He has has to kill Farage. And And what does Farage say? Dahoud's going to be so mad at you. Yeah, Dahoud will be angry.
3: it's, It's... how smart Farage is,
0: yeah, and salute him for me. There is a fascinating analysis that goes on when you compare the death of the two and how it impacts him and while diude's death with the quicksand, I think initially shakes him more Farage's death by the the detonator where he has to he has mm. to basically mercy kill him yeah.
1: Pushes him over the edge. I think like that's
0: it. the end of yeah. his human connection. I, I think that's the last time he's really going to feel for anyone in that in that way. I mean, this is before the Turkish Bay incident. Oh yeah, but, you know, but I think,
3: but that's when his peak arrogance comes right after that. So I think at that point he's all wall.
0: Yeah, that was his like the, the, that was his fatherly side with the two of them. You know, he took them under the wing. It was a, right. a and experiencing that loss and experiencing that level of mortality. There's a, there's a big chunk of his heart that was taken out there.
2: I mean, well, there's there's the kinship there because the two boys didn't really and have orphans, a father either. Yeah. They were orphans too. Yeah. So um, I mean, even Lawrence wasn't an orphan; he was still you just he yeah, was yeah. son, right? Okay. Yeah. So bastard. there, so there was a a kinship there. Yeah, a uh, John be... Snow,
0: if you will. Do you think that's where Game of Thrones got that? Uh...
2: <laughs> I, I'm not talking about Game of Thrones. <laughs> poke eyes a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Oz is uh, yeah, J- Lawrence is basically the John Snow of Lawrence of Arabia. Um, so he he feels he feels that they're almost versions of himself, mm. and so losing them is losing a part of himself. Oh yeah, I like that. There's this return here, and already
0: this is a distinct memory I have from your first viewing, because this is one of the first scenes that you brought up to me uh, when you after, after you watched it, where he comes back at the the. Uh, Jolly good about that squash court, you know, where he's in the... He lays country, it on you know, a book. bit thick,
2: doesn't it? Yeah, you yeah. loved that but whole dude, exchange it's, there. That
0: was really... Just the, the, the squash court. It's just... It's, yeah, a fantastic little social exchange. Him returning to the social circle and what's going on in there? Well, oh, we built a new squash court.
2: Totally jo- good, totally good about the squash court. Yeah, he's I, like, he's like, good. How lost everybody.
1: Congratulations on the squash court. I'm I'm dead gonna, inside. <laughs> I'm never gonna cry again. Good for you.
0: Yeah, so I had to mercy kill my uh, only only person I'll ever consider a son. Right. Yeah. I um, mercy killed my heart. Grant, uh, uh, Artie, that,
1: that scene though, I just want to pass it off to you there. Right I that I sorry that was hard to follow. Like, <laughs> I had more jokes I wanted to say. You're like, now let's get serious. Already, that is nice. <laughs> that I love that because he still doesn't fit in. He's doesn't, super doesn't well, well respected. He has accomplished more than every person we've encountered mm-hmm. in this movie, and he still doesn't fit in.
2: Even even at the end, I'm going to I'm going to touch on something in part one. At the very end of it. When he talks to uh, Allenby about getting the artillery, getting the resources, all this stuff, and yeah, the money, and he, he goes from the courtyard into the hallway, and he's just surrounded by a bunch of British troops, and they're all like patting him on the back and cheering him on, and he looks so uncomfortable.
1: Mm. It's that with, with the accolades, he looks so uncomfortable. That gives me the same vibes as the staircase of the funeral at the beginning. Is he's being praised by people who don't know him? Yeah, and yeah. I think he's and he knows who he is right, really, right. and they don't, and Great connection. he's not yeah. thrilled with. Well, I think because himself. he's searching for who he is, right, and doesn't know who he is, but kind of
3: is getting an idea of what the, um, you know, the reputation of him is, and how it, it all, you know, the kind of the dichotomy of him and him completely unable to connect the two.
0: Yeah, there's. In, in the first part of this episode, Artie, you, I, you, you, Jay, we, we talked about, you, me, and Jay, we talked about the Oscars that it was nominated for and the ones that it most deserved, the one if we, if we took one away. And, and Joe and Grant at the end of this will we'll ask you the same question. But we didn't talk about what it wasn't nominated for that is on the lines of travesty. And I want to throw one out there, and it's costume design. The costume design yeah. in this movie is fantastic. Wonderful. It's just it's completely wonderful. It, the the ill-fitting clothing that so they put like him in beautiful. in this. Oh, man. Yeah, it just looks he just looks like somebody's grandpa wearing that thing and it's just it, maybe it fit at one point or and what does he say it's like someone oh like mine was stolen because you know yeah, of course it wasn't because he didn't have it. he was wearing the shawl. Right. Now he's trying to fit into this stuff but even all the all the wonderful costumes out in the desert and everything like that. How does this? How does
3: this one miss? Just the, the sheer volume of costumes that were made.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. I mean? But Just, even you what know, did
3: as, as we learned, like each different robes being different things. That they were able to do that. Like they built an entire world around costumes. Yeah, of course.
0: Yeah, crazy. But that the, you love when there's storytelling within the technicals. You know, whether it's. Oh. I mean, I think we talked about. uh in in our American Beauty episode with Jay Dowsky, we talked about how the makeup, the characters change the degree of makeup they wear. Where one yeah more one makeup. girl wears more and more yeah. as the as the movie goes, and other wears less and less, and, and by the end they're a complete opposite uh, stance to that. So I, I love stuff like that where, you know, sometimes you get it with set design. Like uh, I recently talked about Alien with uh, with Mike and Adam for 1000 and, and one by one, and they talked about how in, in Alien they. The, the set design, they made it smaller and smaller and smaller as the movie more, goes more in. So, yeah, the yeah. actors felt more claustrophobic, and they reacted in the same way. I love stuff like that. We're just using the technicals to to tell the story here. Costume design, color. I mean, the Music Man's up. Gypsy is up. My Geisha and Bon Voyage. The winner is the Wonderful World of the Brothers Grimm. It just seems so crazy to me that they didn't put more Radia seems, like, seems like an oversight.
2: I mean, just just even like... If, even if you don't include the storytelling of it, just the sheer volume of, yeah. what, of what they've done. Yeah. And you know, that's so, like, there's so many extras that they have to dress up. Oh, yeah. What, was, it, what, was it nominated for set design?
3: It was. Yeah, okay. uh, it won. Like, right. Okay, wait, hold on. So this movie missed out on an 11th Oscar nomination. I knew I saw this somewhere. For best costume design because someone forgot to submit Phyllis Dalton's name for consideration. There we uh, go. So there you you go. go. There it had perfect perfect to sense. be a technicality. technicality. As we're talking about this, I'm like, I know I read something about this where they fucked this up,
0: and that would have been that would have been a slam dunk win.
3: It, I mean, it, it should have been. been Brothers
0: mm-hmm. Grimm. On <laughs> <one>. So
3: <laughs> Lawrence is back in British uniform, seeing Bennett and Allenby. Um, so you know the blood on the back, yes. that whole scene where he's trying, you know, he. Arabia turned when on that, him. He yeah, wants yeah, well, to get out. That's after the that Faisal
2: leaves. Yeah, and because oh you know, man, there's a great moment here. Barnes got blindsided.
0: Faisal's so happy to see him. Yeah. His face lights up. It's very to see genuine. Him. Yeah, approaches him, and then realizes. Yeah, he sees him in the British uniform. And when he like kind of just kind of like not big times him, but kind of like soft hellos him. He salutes him. Yeah, he salutes. Yeah, that's exactly what he does. He's yeah. He salutes he gives him. gives him. him the
2: British greeting. And, yeah. he's like, and he's that... He's like, oh... And
0: Faisal's
3: so intuitive, he knows. Uh, and
0: it cuts, and, and it's such a... Surround Guinness gives such an emotional performance here. I mean, we have to throw... This, I, I said in the first episode we're going to probably bring this up again in the second one, just so we get it out there again. The brown face aspect of it, not yeah, great. Not here. great.
2: Not it's, great. You a know, product of its time, and um, like obviously, if you were done today, you'd be a uh, you know, Middle Eastern actor. God, I mean... At least it's not a caricature. It did. Is, yeah. There you go, Graham. And, which, and is a, which is a which is a which is a bonus. He treats and, and, and Anthony Quinn also, but he's born in Mexico, so he's yeah. a, yes, he's so a
3: dark. He's yeah, a, dark a So pleasure. Pleasure. and, and Sharif yeah. Ali really made sure that everything was respectful. Uh, yeah, and he, then he's an Egyptian actor. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Omar Sharif. I'm sorry, like he, um, but he really like made sure like nothing was. I, I do have a question. What would it have killed Alec Guinness
2: to put in brown contacts? The, the, blue, blue the blue eyes is yeah, really The blue eyes is a little me. much. I do agree with the that. The blue eyes take me out of it a little bit. Yeah. I will throw out there just to retread a
0: little bit. And, mm. Grant, that's great you put, put that up on the spot. Because we talked about in the first half, character versus caricature. Yeah. It, and we it, mentioned it, Hugh it, Griffith in, in Ben-Hur. That is Very bad, much Ben-Hur. caricature. Yes. Yeah. And this was... Uh, yeah, this was... It was treated with respect. <sighs> it was treated
2: with great respect. You know, obviously, the, it hasn't aged well, but it's... but it's, Right. All, all things considered, what he did, what he did in um, Oliver Twist is way worse. Than yeah, this. a little,
0: a little, uh, yeah, a little over the top there. That yeah. now,
2: I, I will say
0: too that he's in almost all of David Lean's movies, so he was gonna get for sure. He was yeah. gonna get a spot here, and I really think he handles the emotional core of this character and gets the compassion of this character who who, who knew he was on the precipice of history and knew he had a chance to really unite a people. And in in the right kind of time, and God, this scene is is another. You see this character take another L here, and he's like, ah, oh, God.
3: And just the insight that he has into what's going
1: to come, and being told it's not, and just but he knows he's right. It's just it's I, hard. I love when he he's like, ah, you have a treaty with the French, and they're like, we do not. He's like, mm, he's like you lied bravely, not but convincing, not convincingly. I'm, I'm, yeah. Yeah. And then Lawrence is like, wait, what? And he goes, see, he does it better.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Right. yeah, like he, he well, he's Almost yeah. an Arab, right? Yeah.
0: Yes, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And to just to cap off this combo and we do say too, we're we're talking about the character on the screen and and how it whether right. it was, and and listen, we we were hard on Hugh Griffith. We did not like the performance at all. And no, was, yeah, and it bad. didn't it did not <laughs> work. Just, Where yeah, this one silly. you can you can get past yeah. it because of like Grant said, the, the thought and and what went in behind and it, and the phenomenal yeah. acting. And, 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 Great, well, it's that's promoting great, Like a, it's like great, a ten, ten right out of ten. ten. Yeah, um, and out. you mentioned Anthony Quinn is of of Mexican descent, so at, at least a person of Mexico color. Mexico, Jose Ferrer
2: uh, of Puerto Rican yeah, descent, yes. so he's a person of color too. It, it's, so it's, it's not when great it's, that they're. It's, they're when you, it's when you have to apply paint right. to your face, where it becomes a problem. When you're changing, you're right. yeah, we but don't.
0: The white Europeans playing these guys, and and they tried
2: to put the Sharif Ali character. Like Oscar Isaac has played Middle Eastern characters in the past, and that's and he's South American. Uh, with Central American Central. and Cuban, okay. right? Yeah. Um. So, but like he, without makeup, right? It, it like He he fits he fits the mold. It's certainly very complicated. Is, oh, for it, sure, it's
1: acting like it's, yeah. You're acting like something else. So, getting nationality involved can become tricky. Yeah. And, like, and, yeah, and, yeah and, and you, you know that it's, it's, right. it's, it's the the about nationality. The color it's, is the it's the problem this, when yeah. you have to put paint to skin? Right. That's what
4: it
0: is. Grant old friend Jack Hawkins. Jackie Hawkins. This baby. is the uh, this completes the Jack Hawkins trilogy. This, here, this, this
2: is the last time it completed
0: Billy our Disney? Billy Joel. We didn't start the Fire trilogy. Already, I know I said I wouldn't never talk about it again, but here we are. We're talking was, was about it again. Ben, Was Ben Hur mentioned goes,
2: goes. and we didn't start the Fire? Uh,
0: it was. yes. Okay. Yeah. There it is. So There you go. Yeah. Well, he, it's, he it's, was, it's a Jack he, Hawkins
2: trilogy he, and a Billy Joel. Buddy, Buddy, Buddy Holly, Ben Hur. <laughs> uh, so probably good to yeah. Good to see an old familiar friend on screen again. It's it's funny, with the his. With his hair. And yeah. Like, yeah, he's, I, he's much like, older in this, this yeah. yeah, the first it feels time, like he the first time so much. I did not recognize him. Yeah, I. I first time I, I, I did. I yeah. was like, wait a minute. This guy seems familiar. Yep. <laughs> this old old John Hawkins. Yeah, it, it, an interesting character that, again, took
0: multiple views for me to really invest some time in understanding.
2: Because there's it's, this, this movie, it's, there's so much going on here please, that it's, it's please, hard to. Please, please. He's, he is the. The audience stand in for the um, the absentee owner. Yeah, he the he,
3: imper- he, he represents imperialism.
4: He,
0: yes, and, and the pl- politician
3: and that's not a politician. It, it per- right.
0: personifies plausible deniability. That's yeah. what it is. I'm not a politician, like, thank God. Yeah, I'm a no, soldier. No, that's it. I yeah. got
3: one one hand in this pot,
0: one yeah. hand in that pot, and I'll pull either one out of whatever whenever I yeah. have yeah, to.
3: Yeah. he floats where he needs
2: to float. Scumbag is the
3: proper term. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah,
3: we'll uh, give you all the ammunition uh, yeah. we need next scene. They haven't given you any yeah, ammunition. They have yeah. him artillery, like, because if they give him artillery, they give him freedom. Yeah. And, yeah. How do you, and you can't get it back?
0: Right. Uh, no, nah, I did not know the man in the beginning. It's like, oh man, dude, you really like...
2: Yeah. You really? I, he's watched onto me, but I didn't really know him. Yeah, you just you just
0: drained every ounce of blood and emotion you had out you, of him on, cat- him, him, him on the battlefield and that threw while, him on the
3: countryside. He had blood on the back and you patted him on it. Because deep down inside even though he's
2: a shell of himself, deep down inside there's that fire. And and Allenby knew
1: just like He knew what to just you
3: just blow a little bit of little need, oxygen
1: on you there.
2: connect
3: to that one thing, it's gonna get and, there.
1: Yeah. Lawrence mm-hmm. is at the point where his ego is inflated but it's been a little it's deflated. Destroyed. It's fragile. It's and, destroyed. and like you said, it, it's been a little deflated, and now he's he's humbled, like Sherry Fully says. Yeah. Same man, just humbled. And Allenby pumps air back into he's, that he's ego. He's stoking the He pumps all the fire. Right? I know this ego he's drives you. Fire. It's but what drives you.
3: so much of now has changed, because next we see Lawrence in the desert, but what does he have now? He has his... Bodyguards Oh Oh, yes Which I Which
0: I have dubbed The NWO Because this is so This is so Hulk Hogan (laughs) Sorry Hollywood Hogan Walking down to the ring With Bischoff and Kurt Hanning, and Vincent, yeah. and yeah, just one by one, just <laughs> Vincent, strumming wow, the thing, and you go, you picture Sharif Ali coming up to him like Sting, like, Look, come on, man, what are you doing? Yeah. No, you're the whole radio.
2: We go back." Sharif has Wolfpack vibes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Sharif is like Wolfpack. Sharif's <laughs> WCW. He's, yeah.
3: he's, he's holding it down for the good Macho man
2: Randy Savage. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's, <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, Sharif and Char- yeah, Char- out. of Char- Char- and Oda Char- are Char- like, and this thing remote. with the red with the red and black face paint. Like that's <laughs> right. Like,
0: yes, yeah. yes. Char- but yeah, this is they are just strutting like the NWL brown, right down there. Sharif's
3: just brown, the stain brown. of these mercenary bodyguards is just it, it. It it lets you know right away. Like, oh, there's been profound change. Yeah, yeah, yeah and it, the whole yeah,
0: true mercenaries. That they yeah. they offered me money. Did you take it? No, but many did.
2: Yeah, yeah. But it is funny how. When when Sharif is talking to Bentley, and Bentley's like, he seems different. And he says, no, not, you know he, he said it already. He says, you know, he's the same man but humbled. I I don't think that's
1: true. No, he's, he, that's what Ali wants to believe. I think believe. he's lying to himself, yeah. right? Yeah.
2: yeah. That's
3: I think what he be, wants to believe. I think, he knows
4: better. I think if
3: yeah. Ali told the truth, he'd have to stop following him and know that everything they've done is for nothing. He's too invested. Yeah. Right, so yeah, he has to true. lie to himself yeah. to be able to move forward because, you know... Because these men are also looking to Ali, so if he doesn't believe in it anymore, what the fuck?
4: Because, he well, for?
0: there's there's this aspect of it too, is that when Lawrence said he was leaving, he passed. He didn't just abandon Sharif Ali. He did. He did. The, he he passed did passed but he passed the torch. He goes, yeah. they're your people now. So the part of Sharif Ali that loves and respects Lawrence takes that torch, whether he thinks he's ready for it or whether he thinks he's suited for it or not. He takes that short torch and says, this is now a, a cloak of responsibility now that I have to wear right. here, and I have to do this. And when Lawrence comes back, like the big bad wolf, it's like, yeah. oh, okay, we're in this together now. And it's like, this is not the same man I once knew, the, but we're, we're on the same right. battlefield. Bizarro Lawrence. And, oh, man. And the key, the key moment for me, this too, and I don't want to jump a, one of the biggest spots of the movie here, but we get the, the no prisoners, the, the as, as yeah. Chris she always calls the coiled spring. Where it builds, 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 and then explodes, but it's the no prisoners, no prisoners charges. Yeah. You see Anthony Quinn's character go, and 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 Sherry flees on his horse. He's just my god. My and God. And then he raises out. his sword and goes right has,
3: there with no him.
2: Because he's yeah, right. he's yeah. in it. He's yeah. in he's, it. And
3: it, that scene when Ali's saying, no, we just go around to Damascus. We could go yeah, around. That, go Damascus, to Damascus the, is the goal, not right. slaughter. Exactly. Yeah. And the mercenary's like, no prisoners. And where Lawrence's head is at, his eyes, you see it in his eyes, everything, no prisoners. Then we have a massacre. Yeah. This this part of the movie
2: is, almost feels like a rape revenge movie in a way. Oh, where interesting. Where he, he came back after getting... Completely humiliated and 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 tormented and and experiences trauma, and he comes back and this, he sees his village completely destroyed uh, by the Turks, and it's more like these motherfuckers need to answer for everything. Right. Yeah. It, and he has that aggression, and there's no way in hell he was going around to go to Damascus. He was it in his eyes. Yeah, I, and there. I love it when when it's Jack Hawkins being like,
4: "Oh, but what, what what he
0: should be there by then," and this. Ooh, unless he does that, I mean, <laughs> he he massacred. Massacred, I don't know. No. Let's fortunately, we don't have to worry about that. Let's no. let that work itself out. If he
2: does, up. he does. If he doesn't, he doesn't. He, yeah,
0: he, yes. he did, did what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that man that, but now that that no prisoner's moment that's kind of the moment of the second half from for me. I, and and where we get a lot of the gifable, memeable stuff is in the first half. This is. Arguably one of the biggest ones. One oh, of yeah. the more iconic, you know, no and prisoners, no, no prisoners. prisoners. And it would have
3: been completely illegal ten years later with the Geneva Convention.
0: Yeah, there you go, which I'm sure Sir, Sir Alec has wielded at, uh, at
1: will. Yeah, I he
2: getting <laughs> slapped in the face with it.
1: Well, it Geneva <laughs> Convention. So, he had it ready. In the first act, when there's killing going on in a battle and Lawrence sees it, he puts an end to it. Like, even the first train they blow up, when he realizes that you know, a bunch of these people are dead. He shoots the flare. and He's like, "Stop! Stop! Stop!" In this scene, Ali has to, Sheriff Ali has to approach him while he's literally killing people. Boom! 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 With the handgun, and he's like, "Stop! Like, chill out! Like, you stop doing the killing."
3: Mm. I mean, when when you they when he you know Ali finds him just covered in blood, his dagger covered in blood. Yeah, what a visual against just the bodies in the background, the desert. I mean. Holy shit! They tell you a story like that scene. That picture is just a story. Here is where we have to contrast. now.
0: Yeah, here's where we have to connect. Yeah. episode one to episode two here with this, where we gave a little a little bookmark on episode one here. We when talked about the improv scene of Peter O'Toole with, his, with his cloak. Yeah, and he's that. in his robes. And he, what would he do? He'd want to see himself when he yeah. pulls in. And David Lean loved that improv moment so much that he wrote in later in the movie right. he when he's covered, he covered in blood. In blood. Looking at the knife again, and oh God chills, just yeah. so so good and and that's we always talk about the quote unquote happy accidents in these movies or mm-hmm. and this is I wouldn't necessarily call this an accident because it's it's creative liberty, but moments that you didn't plan for right where the story the movie kind of tells itself and creates it 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 it, it creates its own moments of artistry,
3: and they yeah. just make become so much bigger than everything else like yeah the, those two images you could see those two things not see the hour and a half in between them and it's just pro- profound change even just the, his face everything he's aged it's it's just so well done
0: yeah and you know we we, we said in the first of two is when lean and no tool started the project and he says you know we're we're about to go on a great adventure An adventure isn't like a like a tour of a campus or something like that an adventure has Twists and turns that you're not prepared for, and it's like, yeah, you have the movie you think you're making, yeah. But when you go out to the desert and do something at this grand a scale, there will be moments that will make themselves. There'll be lo- locations that you, you scout just, that you didn't think you'd you see. Be,
2: you just have to be open for it. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. So great, great um, stuff there.
2: If I if I could be uh, a wet blanket for a second, sure. The moment before the skirmish, the no prisoners moment mm-hmm. is as as great. And then the moment where afterwards he's covered in blood, holding the dagger, mm-hmm. I think is great. I I'm not really sold by Peter O'Toole in that f- actual fight. A little okay. Bit. Do you like the physicality the of the physicality fight? of it? His I uh, I I understand like it's a it's a it's a it's a complicated emotions and and he's conflicted, but like his facial expressions, his demeanor,
1: I just. Think he's going a little over the top. Didn't quite buy into it. So in real in real life, the Lawrence of T E Lawrence had no battlefield training.
4: Right.
1: Hmm. He had no. He'd never been trained in a battlefield. Yeah. he's yeah, an he a scout, yeah. you know, a scout, yeah. and a spy, so, a, spy a, scout so, and a map maker. So now riding a horse in the battle, like it was super uncomfortable. I agree. It didn't feel. It felt like he didn't fit in this battle. Yeah, but just, I think just, he never fit. Actually, you know, I'd even say the whole the the whole battle of them slaughtering the it's a massacre. Turks, it's a little it's a little weird the way it's filmed. It's um, not my I favorite saw, part.
0: I was rewatching yeah. this today, and I was taking note of it. And it's certainly not Braveheart in that moment where we I think we For highlighted sure. that as yeah. Braveheart's greatest strength right. is that.
4: Yeah,
0: um, there is a there is a definite element of theater to it. You see a lot of like stage yes. fighting. Like, yeah. Even, uh, even on the scene where well, they just attack when, the when train earlier like, where the like, guy
2: who... When Lawrence is to shoot the guy you just see his arm just like yeah. just <laughs> right? yep. it forward and back. And the guy who like gets shot and stiffens up and falls like a
0: domino you know like there's a lot of little, little stuff like that but I think it I
3: think it works. Okay. I, it works. I, yeah. It's just, it's I, just, I don't I, think no, the movie's trying like to
4: be Graveheart.
3: I, I think it works because it's we know it's wrong. Like, we know it's not what's supposed to be. There's a plan. It's a deviation. And, well, I, and he's so unhinged, and I think because he's actually unhinged, he doesn't fit in there because he's doing it's, something it's, that's not it,
2: him. It's not. it's not just his physical fighting. It is the mo- the emotions that he displays, too, I feel like don't necessarily land for me in that yeah. moment. Um, w- one of the reasons why I think
0: that those scenes work for me and why I think the Lawrence character within them works for me and we talked about this a little bit, Joey. You were on the episode, the Mutiny and the Bounty episode. Is that when you, when you have the epic canvas, and the big monster style blockbuster big show of a movie, and you stick a theater actor in there, you stick a Charles Lawton mm-hmm. in the Ooh. center of it, you stick a Peter O'Toole in the center of it. You're you're bringing the both the best of both worlds together here, and now. His stage is this grand epic, and it, it it takes it, it it takes that the popcorn out of the movie, and it make it it brings the drama and the the realism back to earth and grounds it. And I think that's why I buy a lot of the physicality in this is because Peter O'Toole so owns the character and the stage in which the character is is portraying is yeah. is, is playing on.
1: Not on the same page as you. Also, I see what you're saying about the, a lot of the fighting being being more like theatrical because mm. there's a scene where Auda is riding his horse and he just waves his sword and, and then a guy and then a guy flies across screen. the screen like, at the height of the horse. Yeah, yeah. I'm like that yeah. guy is. He had to be what and, uh, floating? How would the sword make him fly and, in front of the horse? And Auda is like
2: very smoothly going across too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but like and, and it's all it's all I, I get. I'm, it. I'm, the movies from 1962. There are, there are parts of this movie where like I'm not going to kill it because yes. Yeah. Limitations of the time that it was made. Totally, um, and they're in the middle of the fucking desert. In the middle it. of the desert, right. and, you know, I do have. It, to f- it, it's, it was just. It was just. It was more specifically O'Toole's characterization of what's what was what he was going through. Yeah,
0: it's not like the first time I saw it, I was like, "Oh, this is real goofy fighting." It's not like right. you know Ivanhoe or one of those, <laughs> oh, yeah. like one of those like try to be sword and sandal epics in a time it's where they couldn't be on conquer concrete. Yeah, yeah, right. There is a shot I that again another thing I fucking love about this movie. Is, is that there's, because the more you watch it, you become so familiar with the big, famous shots, yeah. that these little shots kind they of stick out. out. Yeah, yeah. And there's one after the, the, the fighting is, is over, and it's just Lawrence, it's, it's, it's nighttime, and you know, we have a, the darkened over screen, and it's Lawrence just sitting on a rock, and there's a shot of him with his face is darkened, and his eyes look almost silver, it's like these silver, snake-like eyes. And it's right before he gets called out by Jackson Bentley. and the, yeah. the all-time lines. Yeah, right, right. Jesus wept. Jesus wept. What yeah, it's right before line. the
4: Jesus wept. Fucking but that's,
1: Brilliant words to whoa. pick to write, which yeah. is
0: brilliant. The, brilliant. The thoughts repeat it. There's a couple times here where they repeat the lines. Really well, yeah, yeah. When they run
1: into No Prisoners, he goes, yep. God,
0: God, about, yeah. God. Yeah. He yelled it yep. three times. Yeah. Um, but there's just that one little little moment there of him sitting on that rock with those, those darkened face and silver eyes. It's like, oh, whoa. Yeah, very, very cool stuff there. I'll take your bloody picture for the bloody newspapers. Yeah.
1: yeah. Grant, I have a question for you.
2: Yes? You specifically. Okay.
1: Did the day for night bother you in this?
2: I mean, I, I thought that there are times where it looked great. Um, it's, not going, it's never going to not bother me, but how else are they going to light? Like Things of the desert, right. I, out, I, 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 you give it a pass, right? Right? You can't. That'd be a real dick move for me to hold it against the movie. Right. But like, <laughs> they, can't, they can't like string up lights in the middle of the desert. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> uh, but the, the, I mean, there are, there are times where they do. The, where where um, Sharif is is outside the uh, the Turkish base off uh, office where it's nighttime. And it looks great, um, and that's actually filmed that night. And um, the part where the last time we see Sharif where he, he gets the um, the encounter. Without a without a and uh, walks into amazing the, scene yeah amazing it, and that's and that's night and that's shot at night because it can do lighting so yeah I mean I was uh, I mean for me it's the
0: it's the, the him leaving scene. Faisal's tent yes and yeah. walking that, straight out that of the is day screen. for night done right that yeah. Looks yeah and amazing. it's and you know in the in the making of Florence Arabia you know David Lean's talking about that scene he goes well we did day for night here and this is uh, he's I'm not, not trying to hide that, anything no you know,
2: no yeah. for sure and like because it, it's it's obvious if you yeah. if you know what you're looking for it's obvious. Yeah. Um, I feel like that that point where he's walking through the, the, the windswept desert, um, um, that looks amazing. Yeah. It's um, low key one of the best shots in the movie. Like, yeah, in a movie really, that has it, some of the best shots really, in the history of film. It really yeah. is. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I noticed it and I'm, it's never going to not bother me, but I mean, what am I going to do?
1: Well, I was. <laughs> the reason I was asking is because I was wondering if it took anything away from the movie the way it did for you with Bridge on the River.
2: Quad. Yeah. I mean,. So do you hate I, do I know, you hate I,
1: David Lean and why do you? I, I think David, <laughs> Dave, David Lean's a fucking hack.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, how, let me let me Wait, ask you. Just feel
1: overrated. <laughs> let me rephrase
0: the question and tell yes. me if I'm if I'm wrong or if this does affect it. You think maybe we could have gotten through Bridge and the River Kwai without it, whereas you can't make a movie in the desert without
2: impactful yeah, I, nighttime I, I, scenes. You know, nighttime
0: I, is how you move around in the
2: desert. Yeah, yeah. I, I think. Yeah, I think. Um, I mean, also, bridge was done what yeah, five seven years, seven years, seven, or six, something like that. Yeah. So I don't know. It's obviously you're in the middle of, the, middle of the, the Asian jungles too. Like obviously you have limitations there, also not as many mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. It at least either. there's trees, there's you trees and life. things like that. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, there's well, I mean, for Lawrence of Arabia, what else can you do? Yeah, yeah. what can you do? So you know, I, you you would be you would be a real hard up asshole to get, like, to, to, to like, dock
1: points. Well, Grant, I'm not gonna lie, I was very concerned coming into this. <laughs> <that> <laughs> no, you were gonna, no, no. That you were gonna, this was Listen, gonna be Listen, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not it. a heartless man. I know you're not. I'm not, not a heartless man.
0: So we're taking Damascus, boys. We're, we're storming was it the, already taken, uh, but we're... yes.
1: Yeah, it was kind of a... <laughs> when we get there, it's taken.
0: It's like ah, you know, the, the, the Akaba
3: scene had such had it so, such theatrics. It was so though. gloriously anticlimactic. Oh,
1: yeah, well, the there's anticlimaxism in this. Yeah, part, yeah. I love That's it. a big like, thing is, here in this we're, movie. We're gonna, so to we're gonna beat you to Damascus.
3: We're gonna beat yeah. you to Damascus. It's so
2: anticlimactic. Yeah. It's such a because because oh. Lawrence's heart really isn't in it. Yep.
0: Mm. This end and the politics are taking over. They're everything. overshadowing yeah. the, the, I, the war that these that these uh, uh, the Arabians fought. You know, yep. it's now the politics are, are consuming the battle. Because oh. yeah.
2: so, right. now, like, where, where they were looking at, uh, where once they were looking at their own freedom, now they're just looking at, like, okay, well, when are the British going to take over? Yeah. Like, the, the, the writing's on the wall already. Right. I love the Arabic council scene.
0: Okay, Let, let's talk that, because yeah. now this has been largely, like, a love fest I'll have you go first there, Artie, because I'm gonna take a, a different angle on that. I think. But what do you what do you have? Ooh, on? I love
1: it. I think it's awesome. I, it, remi- it did remind me a little bit of Bane and Scarecrow and Dark. I, I totally Rises. thought
0: that. I totally thought that. <laughs> like
1: just arbitrarily deciding judgments, uh, you know, yeah. in on yeah. the fly.
0: There's definite influence there. I don't yeah. care what you say. I,
1: like, I,
2: I love to see Bane, in there and there just like, <laughs> we have burn three generators." <laughs> <laughs>
1: I was born in darkness. <laughs> <laughs> you really adopted it. Um, I, I, I. It did remind me of the Dark Knight Rises courtroom <laughs> scene, but I love that it's like you know, conquering Damascus is hard and that's its own feat, but it's way harder setting up to totally run an government. organized government <laughs> yeah. from scratch in a room with screaming right. people with, with with tribes that still dislike each other. Yeah, right. they're still holding on to these ancient Yeah. Still ins- think
3: cameras steal your soul, still running around with swords. Like yeah. it's
2: you're and yeah, I mean like the and this and this was a nation that like they they didn't have phones. And now the fact that they don't have phones, it's a big deal. It's like...
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, even the one guy's like, like, well, we don't need phones. Just let yeah, it burn.
0: There's not much I don't love about this movie. This is, like, literally, it's, it's hard for me to, to to hold anything against this movie. Why do you hate I, this I movie? Do, ah, this scene... So this did, scene is a little bit, like... This is one of the few things in this movie that I think is a little over the top. I, I, I Grant, as you said, it took a few years for the Arab Council to dissolve. Yeah. And it's like, how how can I... How can I turn two years of of something dissolving into one scene and this is kind of them doing this right. cri- it was, like, let's cram a, a bunch of screaming Arabs in a room, you know, like, like it's so over the top. It's it, it's, sure. it's,
3: right.
0: It, it, it is it's a bit it's, it's 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 over the top. It's not bad. Like don't get me wrong. It's we're we're no. get, we're getting nitpicky here. We're not in the nitpick zone yet, but we're getting so a little bit no,
2: no movies <clears throat> perfect. Let's yeah
0: I, it's it's one of those it's is one of those scenes that I've always like this is like this is very there's there's a, almost a cartoony nature as Room. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's rabble, the...
2: rabble 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 <laughs> yeah, rabble rabble rabble. Exactly. It's, it's basically everything but like people swing from the chandeliers like in utter madness. Let's it's... just not worry about the gelgamex right now. Not worry
0: about
3: the Gilgamesh! <laughs> 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 it's for me it's just the least memorable scene. Like when I think of this movie, I don't think I will ever get to that. It's... It just doesn't i yeah. I've seen I watched this movie three times in the past week, and each time it came up I was like
1: Oh yeah,
0: there's a fatigue factor to that too. Is we're on the we're at the end of a run here and and yeah,
1: three times watching it is half of a day. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it literally is. Yeah, twelve yeah. hours. Yeah, half a day. I, I mean, it's funny you say that because this is this is one of the more memorable. Interesting. I mean, they're all memorable to me, honestly. Yeah. Every scene, but this scene, I love this scene. I really like the whole.
3: I don't, I don't think it's bad, I just Decoring. think it's kind of... And clear. I love that about this
1: movie, is yeah. that you can have
0: one a, a forgettable scene for one amongst a film like this is a memorable scene for someone right. else. And
2: it, it is funny because earlier we talked about the ripple effect, and in terms of the grand scheme of world politics, this is the most important 100%. scene of the movie, and this is the one that's because it's... It, cause, but it's also, we go from these sprawling desert vistas... And it, we were in rooms every once in a while, but yeah. like now we're just in a crowded room. Yeah, Very tight. it's the like it, it just like it just after <laughs> after all after all of this, we're just stuck in a room again. Right. I like I like it they're
0: like uh, like, well, we got to go over there and break that thing up. And he's like, yeah. I had this just uh, well, do that. I have <laughs> this. <laughs> I have, I have let this let line. Him, let them do their thing. Yeah. I give, have give this us line us,
1: because this, uh, this is one of the most amazing lines. I think Brighton is like bugging. He's like, we can't do nothing. We got to do something. And Allenby's like, why not? He, he, Brighton goes, we can't just do nothing. And Allenby goes, why not? It's usually best.
4: <laughs> it, it's, Mr. Thank uh, yeah, that,
2: God I'm just I mean, a soldier. Yeah. That, but that's the, that's the imperialistic like, mindset, where it's just like, we own you guys, but we really don't give a fuck about you. Like, because and if guess, we because wait, fuck you guys, you'll fuck it yeah, up. Like, and yeah, we know the, that. The, the sooner you guys dissolve, the sooner we can step in and assume right. power. Right. Yeah, He 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 knows just... Let's For sure. Wait. They're going to fuck this up. Let's Scumbag. sit wait. Yeah. Now,
0: I'll tell you what scene I do love in the same room. Yeah. Is the three of them sitting in the empty room. Well, that's... In the aftermath, yeah. Wow. Now that, that speaks to me. And I and I get, I get. I have to concede a little already here, is that you can't have the one without the other. Right. You need the contrast there. You need the there. quiet, yeah. So the three of them kind of sitting in... It's like the you know sitting in the dugout after you lost the big game. You know, yeah, right? you just yeah. you're looking at the field like what what might have been. What, you know, we we were we were this close. Mm-hmm. You know, Bobby Richardson snagged that snagged that line drive away from us. It's such an emotional moment with those. And and the thing I love about it too is is that in the center of the previous scene, you have Auda uh, and Ali leading the conflict yeah. against each other. And here they are sitting next to
2: each other like. Could have could have played that a little differently. <laughs> yeah, it's and it's such it's such a quiet moment and this is the I mean, obviously it's it's the it really is the last major defeat mm. for Lauren. I mean like he does he goes to the, the Turkish hospital after this, but like yeah. this is when he realized that everything that he's fought for is just is just dissolving. Yeah. Quickly. Yeah. Like yeah, so rapidly. And he just has no control over it.
0: Grant, you brought up that uh, you brought up that the hospital scene there. I do want to talk about before before we get there though. Basically, our our, our curtain calls for both Sharif Ali Ali and Adu Abadai. Yeah. I I and uh, it's one of one of my favorite moments here in in this section of the movie, the second half of the movie here, is we all remember being introduced to Sharif Ali, the famous the riding in through the mirage, yeah, yeah, yeah. and callously explaining to Lawrence the lay of the land and how the politics work out here in the desert and here we get a an uncertain and very cloudy version of Sharif Ali you know being asked what's next and he goes I, I guess I'll study politics I'm you know am not sure and and you know Lawrence says well you know it it, it it the now it's the tables have turned it's 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 the less confident
1: Sharif Ali not totally sure about where he's headed that's the thing i wanted to say a second ago where you mm. i forgot the contrast between when you first meet Ali and his strictness to these ancient rules like he can't drink from here i'll kill him mm. to now being insulted by Auda and going i i apologize like i'm sorry like the 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 level of growth it takes to get to him realizing yeah. that this is the move I need to make right. for yeah. the betterment of everyone, and they're like, you apologize humbly? He's like, yes, humbly, like, throwing He's, his eyes in the right, air realizing almost. what that ancient kind of, what it means yeah. and how it's He's prohibited. grown the most.
3: Right, he realizes that that's a prohibitive thing, but he also realizes from the council... That it's not
1: going anywhere. And Outta, like he says, he's an old dog and these right. are new treks. Yeah, he's not going to get very, on board like Ali will.
0: Yeah, yeah. Great. Quinn's line deliveries in this are just fire.
1: Oh,
2: yeah. yeah. Sure, Sharif is the only one that sees the big picture. And
1: and he says, I have a good teacher
4: yeah. talking about Lawrence. Yeah.
2: And even, even, when, even when Lawrence loses sight of everything, Sharif still believes in the cause. He still believes that there is potential here for a, a, a new a new way of doing things. And it's just and he's but right, it, but it's one, but it's one man gets the million.
1: Right. And it's <laughs> exactly yeah. philosophically he's right. Like, yes. they can in theory be unified and have their own in practice. practice. The lack yeah. of, the, Buy-in. And the practicality right. of yeah. it is just another element altogether. Right. Yeah. yeah. And
0: just what's just amazing direction is he exits Lawrence's life through the same part of the screen that he entered it, down the center of the screen directly back
1: yep. into darkness. Into darkness, yeah. where he from arose the from
0: end, right? the mirage into it, and there he will exit. Well, that kind of shit back
1: makes back. my nipples so hard. <laughs> <laughs> I can't with that. I didn't even, I know. I didn't even realize yeah, that amazing. connection.
0: That's oh, yeah, I'm absolutely thrilled. amazing. Exits, yeah, exits. Nice. Lawrence life and rest of that and. I do love that little moment between Quinn and and, and yeah. Ali that you get right after that. But, but uh, the, this, the, even, the
2: ho- even at the very end where, um, where Lawrence is on his way back, he's leaving He's leaving the desert going mm-hmm. back to England, and he sees the guys on Camelback, he's like, oh, maybe Sharif's there? there, Yeah. like, like one mm-hmm. final goodbye, and just... He no. doesn't recognize
1: any of them.
0: The hospital scene there where we're getting a, a big little kind of character re-entrance here where we have... Our our guy who who smacks him across the face. Yeah, I'll i honestly fess up to this is is that this I have not gotten aggressive with this character until this viewing of this thing, and this is our guy who in the very beginning says I shook his shook his hands once, hand once in Damascus.
4: Yep.
0: he slaps him across the face in the hospital. Yeah, and then we see him in the next scene. He sees him n- not dressed. In his shawl and in his, mm. his uh, Arabian gear. He sees him in the uniform. Yeah. And he says, Lawrence, you know, let me shake your hand. Let me shake your hand. I want to say I did it. And he says, yeah, I want to say that I, I shook yeah. your hand. And and Lawrence goes, have we met before? Because, yeah, he just smacked the shit out of me the other day. Like, Will Smith me right across the face. <laughs> and And... And he goes, "No, no, I'm sure I would remember that." Yep. Yeah, no, I didn't put that together until right now. It, yeah, Wait, uh, that was him that that's slapped him. And guy. he's the guy and he's the guy in the be, no, and he's no. the guy in the beginning that says, "I shook his hand." Well, like I know the that, Francis. yeah. Oh, I didn't realize yeah, he also guy. slapped him. So, this is
1: I realized oh, I was he's the the doctor. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so this was my realization of the best way I can answer who Lawrence is, and I did it through this character. To me, the answer to the question is or 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 how how I would interpret the answer of this question to who Lawrence is. is Lawrence is a different entity to whoever he interacts with. And that's his identity. His identity is to Sharif Ali, to Prince Faisal, to Allenby, to the, the medic who slaps him across the face. He means something different to each of those people. And because he embraces that embodiment in each interaction he has. Yeah. He sacrifices part of himself. He has no true identity. He doesn't have his own self identity. Yeah. So at the funeral when it's it, it, they all have a different experience with him and he was the good soldier for Jack Hawkins. Mm-hmm. He was the the partner in crime for Sharif Ali who was going to be a mentor. Mm-hmm. He was the, the greatest the, exhibitionist the sh- since yeah. Barnum and Bailey. He was <laughs> yeah. the, the bulb of light for, for Prince Faisal that got him an opportunity to unite his people through this genius idea of going through, through the desert. And he, he loved the fact that he could be something different for all these different people, but he was not ever able to be anything for himself.
4: Right. And, and, and then he
2: was left empty when everything fell apart. And this goes back to not having a father figure. Yeah, the old the old daddy the, issues. You know, trying to trying to please somebody that's impossible to please because you never had a father growing up.
3: Yeah. I looked a lot at, um, you know, because I, I at the end, and I'm thinking about what you're saying. I'm thinking about when Bentley shows up and you know, kind of first takes his picture and how, you know, Ali doesn't want his picture taken because it's virtue taken, right? But how much of the ideal of Lawrence Arabia stole so much from the actual man, T. E. Lawrence, and how much that kind of that. I think it's very purposeful.
1: Oh my God, mm. is him taking the picture of the pictures of Lawrence of Arabia throughout this stealing his virtue? Well, I think it's creating an
3: ideal that's stealing from the actual human, and now the human has to live up to something that's unattainable. Yeah,
1: it so without so a right, is that what's happening? He you believes you I mean? a
3: kind of thief. Well, yeah,
2: well, with every with every picture taken, he he becomes he gets, becomes more and more withdrawn.
3: Right, he's and he's then by the the last picture is the Jesus web we, we, picture. Yeah, We go from empty. hero on top of the, you know, conquering hero on the top of the train to utter disgrace making Jesus cry in the Middle East. I think, you know, the fact that right after we meet Bentley we hear how they think of the camera and what it does, I,
1: I don't, nothing is not on purpose in this movie. Right, and right. I, I right. just realized this a second ago when you said it, like, Auda simplistically saying, he thinks the camera sucks virtue from your life. Mm. It doesn't, but having your picture taken and this story told about you in the newspapers creates an identity of you, right. this great man the, that you don't associate the imposter with. Imposter syndrome. It's right. stealing Tie it back to our TikTok. It's exactly. and it's stealing his yeah. his virtue. Like right. it, this isn't. But it all it works so. Oh, Brilliant! Again. <laughs> <laughs> like stupid. Um, <laughs> um, I, I want to
0: I <laughs> call a little moment too when he in in the portion where he says, "I'm out. I'm gonna want to go back. Yeah. I, I want to leave," and they're like, you "Leave! Like you, like you go. Everyone knows who you are at home." And Lawrence asks him, "I want my ration of common humanity. That's yeah. what he asks for." And what we get in this final scene with Faisal and whatnot, and, and they're like, you know, what, what is he going to do? Is going get to a, get a cottage? He's going to do some trout fishing? And that's what he's going to do. And there's a callousness of how he's handled, right. where it's, we've, we've, we've dried him up. We've, we've used. to we We've sucked him. every resource out of him. Yeah. Let's send him to the cottage. Send the only, him to the, the country only, land. The only
2: one that gives a shit to Brighton. Yeah. He's, yeah. The, only, he's the
1: only one that and gives Faisal. a shit. Faisal. Uh, I didn't feel like... Faisal lost it when...
2: when I, I kind of feel like Faisal was kind of dismissive in that last scene. Well, he's a double-edged. Uh, Lawrence's a double-edged sword. We're, I, both, we're I, I, both glad I feel, I feel to be rid of him. Like, I feel him. like the, I feel like that the bloom is off the road for Faisal.
0: I I think there was still a, a a moment of him that he saw something in him. Just going back to the scene of the garden and, and him him, him to him talking about his father because he's a, the the only time father comes up other than referencing the kids as orphans. Right. The only time we ever, were mentioned, fathers are mentioned, is when. Lawrence talks about not having a father and when Faisal longs for his father, what his father had, his father in the garden and, well, there's a time for, there's a time for longing and now first comes the fighting. Right. You know, time for dreaming and first comes the fighting. So I, there, there, was a, there was a yin and a yang there to their, to their relationships with their father and, and I think that Faisal was the only character in this movie who truly connected with Lawrence. Not to say that Lawrence connected properly with Faisal. But I do think that there was a part of Faisal that, that was able to connect with Lawrence, that ultimately had he, then you could get the union of the, the right. Arabian people, and then this could have worked, this watershed moment that could have changed right. the, the world history, but it just, it didn't happen, and that was the double edge.
3: And, and I think Faisal had such a good, a good, like, always saw him for what he was at the <clears> time, like... He's when they're talking about um, mercy, right? What does Faisal say? Mercy for him is passion. Mercy for me is just good manners. Right. And yeah. I, I think he sees him so many times throughout, and then at the end, Grant, I think you're right. I think at that point he sees that he's done, and that there's, he's not who he right. claimed or was.
1: So in the, this is the second time Faisal references young men and old men. Mm-hmm. In the tent, he does it originally with mm-hmm. Lawrence. He's yes. like, listen. Brighton, I know you're right, and that's why we make the decisions. Like, I'm going to do what you say, because there's no denying your logic. He's a young man, he's passionate. So, again, when they're in the office with Allenby and Dryden, he says, we're the old men, we don't have to be burdened by your passion and enthusiasm. I forget the line exactly, but he's like, our job is just to make the... The ultimate decision. Yeah, the, politics, that he's the right politics. The politics. Is, right. That's what yeah. we're for. And Alan B. is When they find out there's $20,000 or 20000 whatever out for Lawrence, he's like, oh, I wonder how much there'd be out for me. And I'd
0: love that. That's 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 yeah. peak Jack Hawkins. And because <laughs> uh, the
1: answer is nothing. And, <laughs> yeah. yeah. No one yeah. knows who you are. Yeah, because yeah, he's got one hand in every pot and never right. and
0: Never, and, and never, never in a sense. Yeah, he's, never commits.
1: he's orchestrating a lot of this, but there's no bounty out for him. Yeah. And the, the, everything's on
0: Lawrence. So Grant, you alluded to a little bit about the thoughts on the finals. Before we head on to the awards and all that. The talks Ooh. on the on the final scenes because this movie does end in a bit of a whimper. It doesn't end with a big right, yeah, grand right, thing that you'd expect Lawrence Ravey to end
3: with. Joey, what are your thoughts on the ending? I fucking love it. I love that mm. it ends disappointing because yeah. it's true. Like they didn't add some nonsense. They let it be. Damascus was anticlimactic. The end is disappointing. This is a fall. They didn't
2: Going it, home, sir.
3: Yeah. They, they
2: didn't give it, like, the Happy Madison treatment. Right. Where it's just, like, every, everything wraps up in a nice bow. And, right, like, yeah. he, gets in,
3: he gets back yeah. to base, and there's some girl waiting for him or something. Yeah, Like, it's, like they didn't add non... Like, no, this was sad.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's... I mean, it's kind of how it was in real life. Right. It's kind of... And even if it was completely fictional, this is the best way to
1: it. I agree with you fully. Artie, thoughts on the lesson. I love... Endings like this. Mm. This is what happened. We don't need to fluff it and and make us feel good so we can walk out of the theater talking how happy we are about the movie. It fucking ends. It ends. Yeah. It, things just it end. Feel Love the um things just the, end.
0: Uh, love the little visitation from the Grim Reaper on the motorcycle. Just the shh, like it, this yeah. Is, yeah. This is how you're gonna go, buddy. You know that love. Love that little. Just a little. A little grace of the of the hair by the Grim Reaper. There. We haven't done a ton of talking about the score in this section of it. Because the score is actually very front half heavy. There's mm-hmm. the score does take a bit yeah. of a back seat in the second half. But I love the little the, the subtle tinge of the of the the outro here in the in the end piece where it's just the the light strings yeah. of the thing where every other Yeah, what? every other piece is kind of like bum 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 bum, bum and bum bum, bum and, bum. and yeah. then it gets into the da, 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 da. this like, one is just, like just like the song lightest, song. quietest yeah. like almost like a harp of Ba, ba, Almost ba, like ba, a clarinet ba, solo. Yes,
1: yes, we should have a clarinet solo. <laughs> Starting the British invasion. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: well, guys, jeez, we've reached the, the end. We've I reached the end. Title card. Can you believe that? I know. Wow. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm fired up here. What? A, well done, guys. And it's
2: gone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is we a just uh, the podcast
2: forever. This yeah, is gonna be it. We'll
0: we try can. It next year. We're now gonna do the awards. For Lawrence oh. of Arabia, we're going to do our our quotes and our scenes. <clears> we'll do independent of the second half. Yes, here. everything else is opened up to the entire movie. You guys didn't just watch the second half of this thing. That would I be. Only watched, I only watched. I yes. the second half. That would That's be it. bizarre. Just watch the second half. i only I've never
1: seen the first. <laughs> the first half of it. Yeah. That's well, right. what happens? How does you <laughs> get there? It kind <laughs> of it just picks up. I don't really get it. Yeah. All of a sudden, I'm to see a reporter. I don't know. So. Me and
0: Artie, we did not give our MVP LVPS in the first half year, so we're holding holding back those. I guess we're gonna start with the first time viewer on MVP Grant, Whoa. MVP
2: of Lawrence. Uh, I mean, this was like a twenty person race. Mm-hmm. I-, I ultimately gave it to Freddie Young, the cinematographer.
0: Wow, we got a Grant and Jay connection hey, there with that. that. Also, Jay's MVP,
2: F. A. Young, Freddie Young. It's awesome. Uh, yeah, I mean, I just. It- <laughs> this, okay. What can I say about the massive achievement that the cinematography is? Grand, grand, scoping. You know, the grand scope aside, the way, the playful way he uses shadows and and things like that is just um, incredible. Yeah. It's just yeah, absolutely incredible. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, possibly the greatest
0: example of cinematography in film history. So, picking yeah. the cinematography MVPs certainly. Certainly works here, Joey. Uh, I want
3: Anything? Peter O'Toole. I think just uh, Lawrence you know. himself. Yeah, the character work is just unbelievable. the The yeah. amount of things he's able to portray believably is all time.
0: I totally agree. I totally agree. It's it's one of the one of the biggest uh, acting snubs of yeah, of it's, all time it's here. Tough,
3: but yeah. man, here in the cinematographer. Grant cinematographer makes me feel wrong, but I think O'Toole's just. I I, I
2: think I think there are ten right answers.
3: That's the problem. I had trouble with this because everything felt like I was dismissing someone.
2: Gregory Peck,
1: Artie MVP, Gordon Willis, Robert Bolt, Robert Bolt, the screenwriter. Yeah. So you guys weren't there last week, but I read. We were at the beginning. I read. Yeah, (laughs) we were there. I know. I have a nosebleed from it. I read the screenplay for this. The, oh wow! The first half. Oh, so nice. for the episode last night. Yeah. And the, the the things that are written on paper that that are you see them on screen and you go, oh, that's the actor, you know, making a choice mm. or taking a liberty. No, it's all written. Oops. All of the emotions wow. are written. An example is when Sharif Ali is first introduced and he shoots. Um, Taffis, the guide. Yeah, the guide. It says in the screenplay, when he first addresses Lawrence, in parentheses, politely, before he speaks to Lawrence. Yeah. So he's being polite right off the bat to Lawrence, like, playful, and it's, it's, it's a next level screenplay. It's great. The, 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 the tie-in, the tie-ins that occur. Yeah.
2: And, and the, and the, the, um,
1: yeah, you,
2: Decision for David Lee to be like less historical, more character driven, mm-hmm. and having needs, the right guy to, come
0: in and Robert need, needs to, do to it. be acknowledged as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Artie, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you gonna give you the, the the hot microphone in the middle of the ring to cut a promo here because there was a little section in last week's episode that did not make air due to some slight technical difficulties, but there was a, a visceral reaction that you had on the fact that this movie did not win for best adapted screenplay. it And I'm going to pass the mic to you to, to cut a little promo on this. It, it did not win for best adapted screenplay. Give me your reaction on that one. It's a
1: complete, complete travesty. They should have cleaned house in the Academy and brought in all new people <laughs> because if you read this or, or and if you read all the screenplays, I don't see how you couldn't this. It's mm-hmm. such a feat. It's almost an original screenplay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. I
4: you mean, know, it's, it's, I don't,
1: this and Seven Pillars of Wisdom don't match
4: up. I mean, not, I haven't read Seven
1: Pills of Wisdom, but I, they don't, they don't, so they do not. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and Michael Wilson, the guy who originally wrote the, yeah, the who was story, right? yeah. Michael Wilson, <laughs> like all he did was write the story, and David Lean and Peter O'Toole looked at it and went, we need to bring someone in to make this better, and brought in Robert Balt, who created this. Yeah. I just, like, Come on! Yeah, and listen. So, To
0: Kill a Mockingbird wins for screenplay. Yeah, yeah, and and Gregory Peck wins right. for for best actor. So those are the two great. Uh, Joey, your MVP, and then Artie yours. Now, I think what goes on there in a 1962, 1962 Academy is you have this piece of American literature in To Kill a Mockingbird that I mean probably even well, means as much as it does today as it did then.
4: Yeah,
0: I think the award went to the source material. Oh, for sure, and not the actual screenplay. It's, it's,
2: it's Harper Lee's
0: Oscar, right? Yeah, right. And and if you're tr- being true to rewarding the screenplay, how could you not give it to
2: Lawrence? Okay. Because up. you I'm, I'm adapted Mer- and created Mer- something yeah. new. If you if you just go by
1: merit. It's For right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and yeah, but but that's, but that's to kill a mockingbird not... is blowing seven pillars of wisdom out of the water. Yeah. I mean, so it, how it, difficult yeah. is it to translate a masterpiece of American literature to a screenplay uh, compared to taking some guy's autobiography where he, blow, he blows himself up and making a a complete character 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 study in the middle of the desert? Like, come on. Yeah. My
0: quick and amateur answer is is it's it's not comparable they're you not, you they're can't. not comparable. one is one is adapting what's essentially a a stage play to yes. screen you yeah. know you're you're turning you're turning a novel into a stage play into screen and the other is creating this whole world. complex yeah. world yeah i i think it's real i mean it 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 ages well to the to the to the layman's eye where it's just like what one adapts to screen play? oh of course it was To Kill a Mockingbird. That's taught in every school. Right. We've like, that is adaptive screen. That made it, you know. But when you're really getting into what makes a screenplay yeah. and what does that, it's, it's yeah, it's Lawrence Arabia.
2: Yeah. We, we talked about this before, how you can't really go by public opinion when it comes to properly rating these movies. Mm-hmm. Is To Kill a Mockingbird on the IMDb 250? And if so, is it above Lawrence of Arabia? I believe it is, and it's definitely not above Lawrence of Arabia. Lawrence of
0: Arabia is seven. I think it was four on the original list, and was no, no, not, down no, to seven. Not,
1: the, not the AFI list. Oh, okay. The IMDb. The, oh, the
0: IMDb list. Good question. Okay. One
1: hundred and nine. One hundred and nine. It's like fourteen behind it. They're alarmingly close. And what? seventy-five? No, ninety-five was. Ninety-five was Lawrence of Arabia. Ninety-five. Mm. I know. It's like eye twitching and uh, eye twitchingly annoying Come <laughs> <like>, on, <laughs> people. Yeah, but I think you can probably yank.
0: I mean, we talked about this a little yeah, bit. Earlier. It, it, who's it's easily, it's just,
2: it's just behind the Incredible Hulk. So
4: it's
1: why <laughs> <laughs> the Ed Norton one.
3: Yeah, it's actually interesting. Movies in between them. Why? What was North Norton by ones? Northwest? Oh. M. Vertigo. Amali, um, 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 Clockwork Orange. Full Metal Jacket. Dublin and Demi. These are e Apartment, um, The Sting. M should be higher. Yeah,
0: I haven't seen M yet, dude. To Kill a Mockingbird is number twenty-five on the AFI. Okay. To really Lawrence, wow, well, is it's seven.
2: So. it's a beloved. It's been, been a while since I've seen it, To Kill a and, Mockingbird. And Atticus Finch is considered one of the best right. characters in film. But is it the is it the source it's, material it's, doing it's this? It's work? So let's, yeah, do like the Gregory, the let's, let's
0: do the Gregory let's do the Gregory Peck, Peck thing right now. I mean, we're here. Let's uh, uh, Gregory Peck versus Peter O'Toole in that. I mean, oh, Peter O'Toole. O'Toole. I mean, is it right is right it's yeah. I mean. You know, we'll say it again Gregory Peck is walking around, like, strolling and whistling down the streets <laughs> with just, Peter O'Toole's He's Oscar. dragging
2: it on a leash. He's just <laughs> <too> dragging <laughs> <laughs> he it down the street. He's just like, scratching. Yes. And uh, like, uh,
0: Gregory Peck has
1: taken a bit of a beating here at Best Picture Cast. Right. <laughs> just like, just, just like, just like passing over dog shit. Just, God, just like, this is my walking Oscar.
2: <laughs> Peter O'Toole's just like, oh, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. And
0: it, it hurts a little it hurts a little harder that Peter O'Toole never won one. And he yeah. was nominated eight times without winning one. It's unbelievable. This, believe, is, but this it, should have been a slam dunk it, it's first a, it's time all, nominated. It's first also to one. Was
2: his own, like, oh, it's his first, his first theatrical know. movie. He'll, 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 he'll get there.
0: That stuff always stinks. It's so stupid. That stuff always stays. So Give stupid. it to the person who, who yeah, deserves it. Who deserves it. All right, uh, so my MVP for Lawrence Arabia here. I think I even alluded to this early in our in our bridge in the River Kwai episode but my MVP in this one it's his time now today it's Sir David Lean I figured you'd you love it yes yeah. I yeah. think yeah, me too I think this is the greatest achievement in directing in the history of cinema I I think I don't think I can say it any more frankly than that
1: It's not really debatable
0: it, it, it to me it's we're if we're making a list of greatest directed films this is number 1 yeah. It's a wonderful vision. It's an even more unbelievable and outstanding execution. Yeah, no business working. It's it, the, it, the, the painstaking yeah. process
2: in which this was made.
0: It's it's yep. it's the stuff that legends are made of, yeah. and he's right at the helm of all of it. And yeah, David Lean, MVP, love it. love it. Here's where we get a little weird now. LVP. Lawrence of Arabia I like, L. I I like
1: doing V-P. this game where I try to guess Joey's LVP okay alright
0: All right. do you want to like write it Let's. I, I don't I don't like when you guess it because then it's like no and then it's a like guessing game so I'd rather you write it down we did this in The Godfather alright yeah, all right, all right, so yeah you yeah. write it down on the all side right. that's a little better for the listener
2: did anyone drink camel milk in this movie yeah
1: Joey reading me writing something <laughs> is way better camel milk more. oh my god <laughs> All right, so I'm showing Joey my gap. No, 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 you're not no, supposed no, to no, show no, him. No, you have it, and he's going to say yeah, it. Let's just yeah, say you you know, it. Let's him right. right. we we'll find, out, right. Right. We'll find we'll out
2: if you're right or wrong. Yeah. But before is, we do that, we'll build a little suspense. here. for a great podcast.
0: We'll build a little suspense here. Great, you're all
2: in Um
0: Day for night, we're like,
2: boo. It's Russian. of always garbage. you a bunch of clutter. It's like, You know, bottles breaking. Um I didn't really have a good one until we were talking about it. It, and it's it's such a weird LVP. The LVP is not giving Alec Guinness brown contacts.
0: <laughs> all right, like all right, we're going the yeah, we're going the, kind of the brown like, face. Real. But like,
2: I'm not I'm not like doing the whole the whole brown face thing in general. But like, for some reason, keeping him with blue eyes like just kind of irks me a little bit. Just just you're already painting your face. Just put the contacts in at this point. Mm. Yeah, it, it, the, the, but this is like scraping the bottom of the barrel to find like, an LVP for this movie. So, okay, I'll go next, I guess. So we'll, we'll we'll
0: hold off on Joyce. LVP for me to, it's a little tricky. So I have like kind of my cop out answer um that, but I'm going to I'm actually I'm actually going to pick an LVP. But my cop out answer would be uh, and and I had a little issue with this in in Bridge on the River Quiet too, but um the blood visuals in this are a, a little they just a little finger painty. Um, now the, outside of the scene where he looks at the knife where I think that looks great that okay. looks fantastic the Turkish guy the train eh, terrible it just yeah, doesn't yeah, look yeah. and the it's blood like in the old. sand yeah the blood in the sands. no good there's a, yeah. uh, there's a little there's a scene where after Lawrence gets shot there's like blood on his shawl and it's so clearly external you know, it, it it hasn't been it hasn't been bled from the from his body to it. It looks like a paintbrush yeah, on like the outside. The yeah, yeah just... so that's like kind of this one thing about this movie that always visually and and we're talking about like a visually perfect movie. So you, of course, something yeah. that's not perfect is gonna, sure. is gonna it stands out
3: that. a little bit more. Though. Yeah, yeah, he, if,
0: yeah, if if, you, if I'm picking a person and I have to pick a person, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be my dude uh, Faraj. So not Dayud. I thought Dayud was oh. great. Faraj is just his voice is just that that high
4: it's... Lawrence, like, <laughs> I,
0: I would like a little. Give me a little something different. It's a little shrieky for me, but I'm being, I'm being a little shrieky, a little dog. We haven't done our nitpick zone yet. We're gonna, we're gonna get to oh, that okay. there. But, then um, uh, so the, the, you know, we'll, we'll get that out of the way here. Already, yeah. Oh well, no. no, because you guessed Joey, so we'll
3: have Joey go okay. of course, I don't want your guess to, to. So him. all right. So mine is the Turkish soldier hurting, holding Lawrence's arms. The super rapey, but oh. I felt like he went more. Um, Tracy Morgan in, um, The Longest Yard, where he needed to be a little bit more menacing super rapey than, like, joyously super rapey. A little rapey. goofy. Yeah. Wow. Is that the first time Tracy
0: Morgan's been brought up in context of Lawrence
1: <laughs> Arabia? Probably. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Ironically, the person I guessed you would pick for LVP is my LVP. Okay. Tracy. Oh. The guy who gets the drinks for Allenby. That's his whole role. <laughs> <laughs> get us a drink Wow, it's a Tracy Wow, Tracy I mean, He goes get, get uh, Tracy, get us some drinks Like that's Tracy's job is to stand there In the scene And then get yeah, drinks And come back He has <laughs> no value so you could replace him Very easily <laughs> I thought you would pick him, but, but hey The word Tracy came up so Yeah well, so. Wow okay. Tracy was my guest. Yeah, alright And buddy. that's yours and the guest So, okay. it was, it was cool. so you thought you were Going to connect with him For, on there, for
2: yeah. the record Artie was wrong
1: uh, yeah well, I'm <laughs> right. I have a 0% success rate but uh, I had another if his was Tracy I had another LVP ready it was yeah, okay. Michael Wilson alright so we got all our LVPs. There. we're gonna do
0: something a little a little different here you never know when you're gonna fall into that portal and get sucked into the nitpick zone but we're gonna do the nitpick zone right now right after LVP here so let's you know we're kinda on that topic it's, it's a hard movie to nitpicks hard movie to LVP so let's I... get it all done at once here entering the nitpick zone yeah I have one. Okay, and I want to say, Grant, too, is I'm going to allow you and Joey to dip into the first half. Me and Artie already gave our first half nitpicks. Yeah. You'll be able to dip it. So do you only have one for the second half also? I I have
2: have one for each.
0: Okay, so let's talk second half first, and then we'll let you go back and dip into the versus. So do you want to go, Grant, we'll let you go first for the, the second half.
2: I don't know if you guys have been to a driving range before. You know to never step off the mat into the actual... Driving range where the golf balls are flying. In the first raid, the first train raid, Lawrence jumps out from behind the bunkers while everyone's firing their guns at the train. Just that is just not a safe practice. Grant, that's really good Grant,
0: number one on my list. Yes. Nailed it. Nailed that was my it. Only I have one. it. Yeah. that's your, your only one. These, I, had right Lawrence, well, yeah, I have it right here. Lawrence, yeah. Walking
3: in front of people shooting guns, running in front of them, and yeah. Not like, yeah. <laughs> nope, that's the only one I had. Yeah. Running
0: in front of the guns. Running in front of the guns. I, they got it right here. Yep.
3: That I, stood out so much because every decision they made was so smart, I felt. And then there was just that. It was just like, like what happened there?
2: I know. Yeah. Just, and, and like, it wasn't even just like walking. It wasn't even like in front of his own guys that were not shooting. Like, right. he was like walking. He was just out there. Right. <laughs> yeah.
3: Exposed himself, made himself vulnerable. None of it made sense. Yeah. This
1: is right after he got shot at. Right, right, and he was right before. Yeah, right, right before the oh, first so he, raid of the train, he's starting to think he's in. He's shooting the sure. flare,
3: right? But yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, the the it visually doesn't really work because he like the way he goes, he would have probably called he him. He would have gotten shot. shot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I had that was my big one there. Uh, the blood, which I talked about in my LVP, is just being you know just being outside of it and looking very finger painty yes. That was a big one too. Artie,
1: what do you have for nitpicks for for the second section? So the Turkish Bay's main sidekick, I guess, his mm-hmm. main henchman, throws a punch at. Lawrence after Lawrence knees the Turkish Bay in the groin. an air punch, Godfather vibes,
0: had yeah. it too. There we go. You got we're on we're on point here. Is that if you're Sunny, gonna kill Sonny Corleone, it's vibes. not it's as not a, a, it's a not as egregious. I mean, Sunny Corleone is it? That is it. That's, that's a That's a total whiff.
1: And this one, airball, actually a really Skywalker well done play. air
0: punch. But it's an air It does miss, yes. I, I had I had that too already. Alright, we're well man, i I usually can can
3: steal one. This movie you. has like five <laughs> total and we're gonna pick yeah. them yeah. all that's the They're problem. They're yeah. the gonna find they stand out. Yeah. Joey, did you have any any other That was literally no. my only one.
0: Yeah, okay. I only have airplanes. Right. Yeah, so that's the, so those are the those, that's what I had too. Let's dip into
2: the first half. Where, where what did we I get have... wrong here? Let's see if you connected with what we, we already have, had. I have one. Okay. Uh when when um he arrives in um Akaba. And he's on the the shore. You've been riding your camel for so long. Give him a fucking break and just walk in the water yourself. Uh, like, <laughs> oh your my ca- god! You know? <laughs> that's one of my favorite visuals in the movie. I but. know, but like, <laughs> but just him, like on the camel, just like the guy's been through enough. Just like yeah. you don't know, uh, to yeah. get on him right now. Just fair, yeah. Joey, I really, got nothing from yeah.
3: it. I really, I, I, I really part one felt, was super hard. Yeah, I. You know, I really yeah. looked at things that I wanted to, and I, and everything just felt like. Shut up. Like, yeah. I just kept telling myself to shut up. Well, uh, And
0: already told me to shut up with <laughs> my... Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, like, just, I don't have anything.
3: Yeah. yeah, that was the problem. Like, I was, like I wrote a couple of things down, and I was just like...
0: Yeah, okay, oh, cool. Yeah, t- tough one to nitpick. It's it's like, nitpick. Like, like, I mean, you said before, Joey, everything in this movie is there for reasons. So.
3: Right, so even if I'm, like, thinking of, like... Oh, maybe that doesn't. No, it makes sense. There's always the. You right,
1: could write a note, and then an hour later, you're like, "Oh, well, You know what? This right. made sense now, so yeah. that's So <laughs> I know it's the nitpick
3: zone. So like, you could have fun with it. You could go into it, but
0: all right, well covered there.
3: That's
0: it. Participation award. Let's start with Joey this time. Joey, who was your participation award?
3: Ah, Jack Hawkins as the duplicitous General Allenby. Mm. I, I really just loved him. You know, kind of on the side, on not the side. Just keep thanking God he's only a soldier while the biggest politician in the movie. <laughs>
0: Boy, Jack Hawkins is racking up those participation awards. He's
3: he's yeah. he's he's on
0: an unbreakable record. I think yeah. at this point. Yeah.
2: As soon as I realized he was in it, I was like, "Oh, he's my participation." I didn't even think about it. Really? Well, like, you're just giving it. Oh, just you're, me, just I'm just him, giving, you're just giving. Just, just out of sheer respect. I'm That's awesome.
1: Uh, that makes me so. happy. Omar Sharif. Mm. I yeah, think great. he fucking kills it. He's, he's amazing. great.
4: Him. Yeah.
3: He's my favorite character in the movie. And he, Same. He gets yeah. the movie legal in Egypt. <laughs> like he does that. Oh really? Yeah. Well, yeah. He he convinced the president to watch it with him.
0: Participation award for me is going to Ann V. Coates, the editor, in a movie that doesn't have a female speaking role, which is tough. And I guess we, we should have thrown ever. that in Nipix. So there are no probably, females on screen. Uh, I. Some of, there are some, are, some of the tribal. Yeah, in the, the tents. I think yeah, there under the probably, tents. Yeah. Um, but there are no female speaking roles. Longest movie ever to not have a female speaking. Uh, yeah, role. so that's that's sh- that should have been tossed in either nitpicks or or um, you know LVPS or however you want to put it. So that's a little tough. But I am going to give my per- participation award here to uh, to a, to a woman in in Coates because I think this is one of the greatest edited movies of all time, and I think the film editor here. And then you listen to her talk and her working with David Lean and 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 the creation of that cut with the match into the desert which she very much had her fingerprints all over it's just it's just amazing and it's yeah, amazing sure. it's, it's it's as it's as warranted as a film editing Oscar has ever been and just have to shout her out here because it's just incredible incredible stuff. So there's their participation award and codes. that might be a good segue into one of our new categories here for season four. The cutting room floor, the film editing room here. As I just said, this is one of the best edited movies of all time, but it is nearly four hours long. We did this for the first half. We're not going to do the second half. Is there a scene or a moment or a section this movie that you could cut out to make this movie just a little bit shorter? It's a tricky one here yeah, with this one. Tough. I think that we're, we're debuting the category the with one of the greatest movies. Yeah, one of the, of the greatest. Movie movie greatest movie
3: movie to do this yeah, but I, one of the longest movies too so, so there's there is at least I that. do have one not taking something out I okay. do think for me initially the um the traveling through the Dufo that could all be shortened now Cinematire it's perfect it's beautiful mm-hmm. but they show how dangerous that is when Lawrence goes back to get Kazim so I do think the 10 minutes prior could have been shortened a bit
0: okay so that's your uh, that's your first half
3: I did just that. The that first was I. Th- yeah, you just
0: did one for the movie. Yeah, I did one for you the have movie. it in the first half. Okay, I, I'm gonna respectfully disagree. Yeah, and, and mostly, yeah, yeah. yeah, I, I think that, that 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 part of the movie needs some I needs just, some some journey to I'm, it. So, I, I'm, I, I'm, yeah, it's I'm listen, just, it's, I'm it's hard. Just hard yeah, just I was thinking
3: about the danger, and I think that's shown so well with the Kazim search that they didn't need the little extra. And I'm not saying take it out because it's. It needs to be there, but it doesn't need to be 15 minutes.
0: Yeah, I get it. I, to me, part of the danger is the, the marathon of it, too. And where I, it's like kind of like, oh, like we, we're, when the camels die, we'll start dying. And the camels will start dying. Yeah, like... Listen, like,
3: I didn't want to, but yeah, I also... Yeah, that's the one little, little spot. This is the worst movie we could have started this True. One, Ever, effort, dude.
1: Nothing blind, for the second blind. half, Joe.
3: No. No. Grant, second half? Um, yeah, I, I
2: think there's a lot of... Um, I think there's a little bit too much build-up with... When Lawrence goes back at the end, before the before the no prisoners, uh, before the no prisoners thing, I think there's a lot of pageantry, and there's a lot of. I think there's a couple of minutes here and there that could have been trimmed. There are parts of this movie where they visually tell you stories with traveling and things like that, but there are, I think there are unnecessary minutes here and there. Yeah, they kind of just like take off. Throughout the entire thing and kind of make this one be 20 minutes shorter. Yeah. Mine's in that
0: exact same section now, okay. so I'm going to kick it off to you, Artie, Artie. You basically punted in the first half here. You didn't have anything you could, or you're in the same boat with the second half?
1: I'll realistically tell you mine was blank up until about two minutes ago, where okay. I just wrote something because I can't just say nothing. Yeah, okay. But you picked the dumbest movie to start this fucking... Yeah, well, <laughs> hey, that's that's how segment. it works here. That's what like, makes it yeah. fun,
3: man. That's what makes us... That's some, right.
1: <laughs> like, you just gave the MVP to the editor, and you're like, all right, so what are we
3: getting
0: rid of? <laughs> hey, so like, now I on. can never hear it again. With, you can't do it with this movie. Like, Well, we did it for Lawrence and so so yeah So,
1: the only thing I could think of is... Is getting it, it doesn't just have to be second half, right? Mm. It could be whole movie. Uh, well, we did the first half. If you've thought of the first half one since last I, night, then give the first half. Yeah, it's the only thing I could think of is just getting rid of playing the score on the black screen. As much as I oh, love it, yeah. Ooh, wow. I love it, I love it, I do. But if you're gonna make the movie all three you know, six beginning, minutes beginning middle end, getting rid of
0: all of it or getting rid of just I, opening. Just the opening. I actually could agree with that. Instead of
1: starting with the screen It loses luster not in the movie theater.
0: That's a harder disagree than I have with Joey. I I, I I love love it. it. I just love it. I
1: (laughs) I love it. I love it too. But if if you're saying like, let's make this movie shorter, I can get rid of just playing the theme we hear, the song we hear the whole movie over a black screen before we see the movie like, I, I listen that. to it every time I never dude, fast forward dude I didn't fast I forward it
2: either I'll
0: admit on my rewatch of the second half I didn't watch the closing credits I'll admit I, I love
2: it that Some Artie same. begrudgingly picked something and everyone's attacking him for it yeah well you know, <laughs> it's like, it's a, I said realistically
1: a, it was we're in the editing
2: it. zone okay it's just
1: funny the fact that already like force himself to pick something I was like, I you know. fucking know. Know, yeah, This is the second time in two episodes we've had this new <laughs> segment where I'm like, I omit my answer. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay, it's so it's going to be much easier when we do a John Apatow movie.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Half the movie. Yeah, um, the it's, yeah. it, so mine is an exchange between uh, Jackson Bentley. By the way, Jackson Bentley sounds like a country music star. He does. Right, yeah. That's a perfect show. Sure, sure there is one. There's an exchange between Jackson Bentley and Sharif Ali in that in that section that you brought up, Grant. Mm. Where Jackson Bentley goes, and again, a near perfect script. But this is one, and 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 we've we've glowed and raved about how this movie doesn't overexplain anything. Of course, it got. I got to pick one little moment. What did that Turkish Bey do to him back there? Like, I just don't. I just don't know that he. That, that seems so. Like, why are we spelling that out there? Would he ask yeah. that question? Of that doesn't. He would. How would he know about that? Like, it, like I know okay. he's the investigator reporter covering him. So I, I just I don't like that exchange. It's him him and Sharif Ali talking to this weird to begin with. What did he do to him? And then Sharif goes, "What did that general do to him?" There, like, oh, like we can plug that scene out. We don't need it. We can infer it. We can. We've been inferring things this whole movie. I've had to watch it seven times just to figure out what the hell's going on. Like, I, I just... I, just to me, I, that's one little section. That's one little exchange that doesn't fully make sense to me in the context of the world. Hard yes. disagree.
1: Cool. Love it. Because it builds the character of Ali becoming a politician. He goes, you answered without answering. Mm. He is an investigative reporter, like you said. He wants answers to all these questions. He constantly tries to sneak in throughout the movie... Serious questions to get serious answers, and no one gives them answers, and that's just another example of it. And Ali is is developing his politician yeah. mentality. I like it.
0: I like it. And I I want to let you know you don't like it. You just got no, him out of the No, I, I'm going to say it right now. I like it because I don't want to pick a part of this movie to come out and have all you nod your head and go, yeah, I agree. That right. should come out. I want you to fight Mona because this movie shouldn't have any it. Yeah, right. This right. movie yeah. needs to
3: stay the same. Yes, I love yeah, it. I love it's, it. It's, 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 we all need to shut up.
0: <laughs> okay, let's talk scene of the second half, and then let's all pick our scene of the movie. All right, before we do that, does anyone want to throw any quotes out there? I threw out a bunch of oh, ready, uh, so I'm good on that. I just talked Mine yeah. is
3: Jesus Wept.
0: Jesus Wept, yeah, great one. Again, those, the New Testament right. recognition that in the second half. Is of the movie. yeah
1: where it is, how it's said, what it is. Perfect. So my quote of the movie, the movie, mm-hmm. is big things have small beginnings. Oh. Ooh. I love good. that line. Yeah, like that was in Matilda. Yeah, love it. Well, wow. it's from this. It's, yeah. <laughs> from this. it's also in Prometheus, <laughs> yeah, which is well, you know, Prometheus. I mean, which well, is Prometheus, he bases himself on yeah. Lawrence. Yeah, yeah, that
2: right. Right. Yeah, that's a direct citation. My quote is from Auda uh, uh, when he's talking to Brighton after the uh, the train raid, and he says, "Thank God, Brighton. That when God made you a fool, He gave you a fool's face." Oh, good one. That's, that's, good one. Anthony Quinn had a couple that's, good that's lines a, that I could say. That's such a great yeah. double burn.
3: Yep. Yeah, had a couple yeah. good ones, but that, that was really great.
2: It's like, not only are you stupid, you look stupid, too. And that, <laughs> now, way, that way you don't have to like deceive people into thinking that you're stupid, because everyone knows. Since we're talking
0: about cutting scenes from this movie and whatnot, mm. I, I want to call reference to something that was cut out of this movie, and it's uh, connected a bit to to Grant, one of your favorite movies. Do you know that this movie, when it first aired or where it was intended to first air overseas, had a scrolling intro like Star Wars. Really? Yes. Explaining the conflict of World War One. See, that would
3: have been awful. <laughs> that would have been fucking awful.
0: In the turn of 1920, yeah. Turkish forces, oh were, with, while the Germans what went what through Europe. What a
1: dramatic I, a switch. Hey, let's just show a black screen with music. Wow. Yeah, I mean all yeah. the all the, the love we gave this yeah, to yeah. start
0: goes away. Yeah, so so thankfully that was scratched. And on the DVD extras, you can see it. You can watch it. No, yeah. Yep. yeah, I'll share it on. I'll share it on Twitter. I'll take a little video. That's share so it on Twitter. funny. Scene of the second half. What was the scene of the second half for you guys?
2: Mine. Mine was the, the first train ride. First train ride. Ooh, yeah, good from from when you know he, when when he blows up the tracks to when he is parading around on top of the train and everyone's you know yelling. It's just. It's great. Yeah, awesome. yeah,
3: that's mine too, through the camera, you know, stealing the virtue like that. I think that's amazing. It yeah. just tells so so much story in those few minutes. It's
1: so mm. unbelievable. The, of the second part for me is the scene with Alan B. Dryden, uh Faisal, and Lawrence, where Lawrence is first reintroduced in British uniform.
2: Whew, that's a good <sighs> one. That's a really good, one. good scene. Yeah. That's that basically one,
1: that Faisal's hit me this... tent part two. Yeah, right.
0: that, that one hit me hard this time around yeah. too. And And unlike the first half, where my f- scene is pretty much fixed, and then I'll like every time I watch, it'll be another thing I'll look at and say, oh, I really like this," scene, "I really like that Ooh. scene." The second half, my favorite scene, the second half always changes. Like I, I, I it bounces around and it's different thing. This time, I was really taken back by the no prisoners and, and what went along around that, and you know, the looking at the blood of the knife. But um, it's to me, it's Sharif Ali and Lawrence in the cave, and Lawrence at at the the peak of his god complex. Of, you know, if I tell them to walk on water, we'll walk on water, and that moment of not knowing what's about to happen, what's to come. There, I think the most, the most poignant and most important scene of the second half is is the Turkish Bay scene. Uh, but, of course. but the the yeah that moment of them in the cave, because it's kind of us saying goodbye to the Lawrence of the first half. Sure. Yeah. So that that one that scene always. Gets me to perk up in my seat. Let's talk about the scene of the movie here. You know, I'll, I'll go first because my scene of the first half was my scene of the movie. Omar Sharif riding in through the mirage. It's I remember my first feeling of it so perfectly and every time I see it I go back to it. So that's my scene
4: of
1: the movie for Lawrence It's a really good one. Mine is I believe, I believe also mine from the first uh, episode the first ten scene with Faisal. Mm. That's yeah. that's my favorite scene of the movie.
0: Yeah cool. I think you, the boat was your favorite shot of
2: the... Uh, shot. Yeah the, your favorite shot yeah okay. Um, my favorite scene of the the first the first half is the um, is the ten uh, not with Faisal but with with Auda when they trying to convince uh, him to, yeah. to go with them to Aqaba. I'm a river for my people. That's a that's a great, yeah. and then just some, it's r- some really terrific
0: dialogue in that. Yeah, great, yeah. really well written. Yeah. And we shouted this out in the in the first episode. We'll shout it out again. Anthony Quinn nominated for best lead actor at the Golden Globes in this. For this, alongside Peter, o too, both both nominated for lead actor. The Globes being the Globes, but it's a, Globes an interesting choice. Show back yeah. We'll take but it. Hey, we'll still take still it for still everything still they've is, taken yeah. away. We'll
3: take it. Sure. Mine is actually um, when he kills Kazim to save, the, so that the two tribes don't fight. Uh, uh, God, for, that's just it shows the willingness that he go out of his comfort level for the great for his goals. Mm-hmm. And everything that comes after that. I think that's a huge turning point. It's, I think it tells us so much about this character in a character study that, that, mm-hmm. that scene. I, I think about it a lot.
0: That's a good choice. Amazing. Yeah. Cool. Time Machine Recast, boys. It's time. Here we go. Ooh, it's a biggie.
3: So I, I recast my LVPs. Hmm? So, you know, so my LVP. Did you put Tracy Morgan in? <laughs> so I wanted something he was more menacing. All I could think of was Rami Malik. Oh, interesting! It works like Rami Malek holding the eyes with the holding his arms with those creepy face. Cool, love love that one. I, I yeah, God, I hate okay, Grant. I, I
2: hate Grant going first. I think we're on the same one. I hate I, it. I doubt it.
1: I doubt. Well, I have I have I have two. All right, I'll, so you okay, I yellow already. Yellow Mine's okay. stupid. Okay, so at <laughs> the end of the movie, the guy driving the car that Lawrence is in. They're driving yeah, yeah. a Tra- lot. Tracy was 2LV. Yeah, right. yeah, 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 good yeah. I do like where you're going here, the guy driving him home. Yeah. yeah. I recast him with Bob Odenkirk. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> Dude, forced
0: doing a forced British, the British accent. accent. Yeah, right. I was just
1: <laughs> struggling here with this recast, and I just wanted someone who has one line. Uh, Grant, you're going to let me, yeah, you let you me go? go? Okay, go cool.
0: So I am. Uh, listen, I'm taking, I'm taking an Oscar nominated actor out of this thing who I think did a fine job, but. I do wish that William Holden was in that Jackson-Bentley spot. That's not my recast. Mm-hmm. But I, I do, every time I see this, I go, this should be William Holden. This should be William Holden. You know, th- And they got a fine actor. They got a, a world-class actor to do it in Arthur Kennedy for the Jackson-Bentley role. But we're going to modernize it here. I, I just have to think, and I, I, I've used this guy before, and I feel like it is a little bit of a recast crutch. But J.K. Simmons is Jackson-Bentley.
3: I mean... I mean, come on! I mean, listen, Wouldn't you love to
2: see? There's that There's never movie? a
3: wrong answer for J.K. Simmons. That crossed my mind, uh, and and it, we, it I, I think we've mind. doubled up on
2: J.K. Simmons for, before. gentleman's agreement. Yeah, I
1: would love to see J.K. Simmons running around after like, Never seen Don- a man, never seen a man killing a sword before. Yeah. I just picture uh, him as Jameson from Spider-Man <laughs> as an investigative <laughs> hey, that's, right. like, that's it. <laughs> I want Laura's on a ribby. <laughs> <Yeah>. Why?
0: Don't, <laughs> why don't you take the picture? Well, wish I had. You know. <laughs> <laughs> it works perfect. So, Grant, you said you would two, I, so you I, can go I, take I, I recasted Jackson
2: Bentley as well.
0: Um, well oh, God. See, I, t- I have those spidey senses. There you go.
2: Uh, not, not because I, I didn't like Kennedy's performance. I thought he was great. I recast him with Roy Scheider. Great. I, I Wonderful. Think, I think he kind of would handle like the the, the hard-boiled, yeah. investigative journalist pretty well. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, that's cool. I just... Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, there's, really, there's really no... No, really. This bad. is a hard movie for Scheider. Yeah, I, I, really, I, I like to give Roy Scheider I like, yeah, yeah. love movie. Roy
0: Scheider. It's always fun to shout. Joey, have you yeah. seen all that jazz yet? You still haven't seen it. Not
3: yet. God. I haven't. It. Once it comes oh, to starts movie. streaming, I'm such going a to. Such a Joey movie. I search uh, every month on the first one. Yeah, month no, I it's
0: it, Criterion has that pretty locked down. Um, I'll, I'll just throw another guy out who can play the role too, just mm. connected to our previous episode, League of the Rome, David Strathorne. I was thinking Totally Yeah. He belongs. He belongs in that. Doing another thing we're adding to this here is we take a look at what it was nominated for, for Oscars. We're going to pick, and me and Artie already did this, so we're going to see if Grant and Joey, you guys match up with us. Okay. Me, Artie, and Jay already did this one. We talk about what it was nominated for. You're going to say if it could only win one Oscar that it was nominated for. Along with Best Picture, so it takes on two Best Picture and another Oscar. What would you take? And if it were to win every Oscar it was nominated for, except one, which one are you willing to punt? So I'm gonna read off what it was nominated for again here. Nominated for Best Picture, that's already Locked in. Best Director, David Lean. Best Cinematography, Freddie Young. Best Art Direction, Best Film Editing, Best Music Score. Best Sound, Best Actor, Peter O'Toole, Best Adapted Screenplay, Robert Bolt, Best Supporting Actor, Omar Sharif. Joey, you want to go first here? We're going, we're going, what would you pick to win along with Best Picture? You can only get one.
3: So, really hard, but I think ultimately, I would have to go Cinematography Young. Okay. I think it's just perfect. Cool.
2: Great. Yeah, I mean, my MVP was Freddie Young. So I'm going to go with cinematography as well. Wow. That's what we call a a surrounding me with a... a That's what I picked. NJ. All
0: picked cinematography. Yes, And you went director. I went director. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I mean, that's where I was torn. But it's just... I don't know.
0: Yeah. And I think the the consensus in the other one was is we gave it picture. We can afford to not give it director to me. I'd rather win director than picture, to be honest with you. But, I mean, not that it wouldn't be a travesty if it didn't win Best Picture. But, um, cool. All right. Now, if you were to... Have it sweep short of one. Which one are you not having it win? Again, real quick, picture, director, cinematography, art, set, direction, film editing, score, sound, actor, supporting actor, that is screenplay. You can only pick one for to not win. Grant, you're going to go first this time.
2: I'll go sound.
0: He I, went sound too and he's going to get another hard disagree and you went sound too another I mean, what, hard what, 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 what disagree.
2: What did you... I think I, the I, sound I, design in this movie is genius. Okay, I think it's incredible. Yeah, but like I can't imagine taking away any other one.
0: I went art direction oh, you disagreed. Did. So, Jay Jay See, also I, went sound. Yeah, Jay also went sound. I,
2: did, I, I just, I just want to record praising the art direction. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like,
0: I mean art direction was for me. I mean, it, and again love it, but it's just this is such an exterior movie for me. That I can sacrifice the interior. The interiors are wonderful, but yeah. like it's just the one thing that's when Artie, you went with uh, supporting actors for Omar Sharif. It's one of the few that it didn't win. So I'm actually taking away one with set direction. You're actually you guys are actually taking away one with sound. So Jay agreed with you guys on that one. So I just love the sound design. It's the creaking yeah, no, of the tent. I, I have the, no issue. Just yeah.
3: When we're looking at everything, that's that's the one yeah. I would, that's okay. the one I would choose. Wow. Yeah. It's it's Ooh. not an easy decision, but that's the one I think that.
0: You guys have a little Ooh. more company. Poor Jay heard heard my wrath less. <laughs> I love the sound in this movie. Okay, uh, time for recommends. Yeah. Right? Recommends. Lawrence Arabia. I gave mine already. So um, we'll see if either of you guys guys pick mine. You'll have to listen to last week's episode to to chime in with that.
3: This was hard. So many different ways to go. Am I making someone watch another three-hour movie? I started thinking about kind of the troubled lead character. But I need to get out of sand, so I went water. So I went with... um, Life Aquatic with Steve Zizou. Oh, the Wes Anderson. Anderson. Oh, okay.
4: I'm just Very thinking about Steve
3: Zissou. you know, Bill Murray's character. Um, that movie's just so not dry. <laughs> mm. So I, that's, that's, you know, if I wanted to. Because, you know, a lot of my early ideas were like other epics. And I was like, no, I don't think that's the right approach.
0: Cool. A, a movie that I have not seen. Oh okay. so Not the biggest Wes Anderson guy, yeah. so it doesn't doesn't I, I love Bill Murray. That
2: movie's very Wes Anderson. Yeah. yeah. If you're not into yeah, Wes Anderson, I, I that's, no, no, not right, that's, that's not where you, That's not, one, where that's that's not, that's not the to start. You would go
0: no. for. I did finally see uh, Grand Budapest Hotel. No. And, did you like and, that? Did, yeah, I did enjoy yes. yeah, it. That's enjoy.
2: that that might be his best. That and Tenenbaums are, yeah are yeah, I prefer Tenenbaums yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's the one and two I think. Uh my recommend I went with something that I went with a movie that had similar theme of withdrawn main character that's very good at what he does, but through his own arrogance and finding and a desperate need for validation, trying to find himself, ultimately blows up everything. And uh I went with the social network. Ooh. And I, I think I think there are a lot of uh similarities in the in the way that Mark Zuckerberg is portrayed with and and Lawrence Arabia and uh you know D. E. Lawrence. Yeah, very cool. Very cool. It's
0: another wonderfully directed film. Sure. Uh love it. Love it. RDB, your recommend for Lawrence Arabia. Where are so, they going
1: next? I went with a movie that I think has that also has a, a borderline perfectly written screenplay. That is also a character study that has some story. And that's adaptation. mm mm-hmm. With Nicolas Cage Stick and, into the and Nicolas Cage and Meryl Streep. Nice. Yeah. That is a really good movie. Yeah. Chris Cooper. Chris Oops. Cooper. Kaufman wrote it. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah, great great yeah, it's choice there.
0: Ridiculous that it's not nominated for Best Picture. That's the year Chicago won. Mm. Um, Don't tell just, me that. Yeah, insane. <laughs> <news. It's not laughs> Don't tell me that. Anything
2: <laughs> uh, with that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, so one to fives. I'm going to I'm going to slam my gavel down on my end. I'm going to lock myself in as a five 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 here. I don't think yeah. that I, I mean, need. to Does anybody disagree with
1: it?
3: That?
0: That's what we're here to find out. I'm locked you... in as a five five five. five, five okay. No, five five five. five, five,
1: five. five, okay.
0: five, five, five I, I'm five, just. Five. I have to make an official because in the past I've been like, is anyone not a five There's, five yeah, five? And then people two, like raise their hands. Like, five oh, five oh, two. Not on the same See, page. This here. is
1: this is one of those that's blinking red in the how it's shot department with. Bridge on the River Kwai, this is like almost a six. It's yes. pushing through five.
0: And if somehow this is your first episode of, of Best Picture Guest, because it very well might be, yeah. Lawrence Arabia, season premiere, we, we rank them in three sections, one to five, five being the best, one being the lowest. First one is the performances yes. on screen, all the people portraying them. Two is how the movie is shot. I mean, this is a 15. Let's yeah, pick up yeah, the there. Right. And this is then and five. the third is stories and themes. And, you know, you can make an argument that that's just as high. So, right. yeah. This so, is, yeah. A 555 five, five yes. for everyone there. This is how you make a fucking movie. Like, this <laughs> is, <this laughs> yeah, is really what you do. This is a movie that influenced the greatest filmmakers that we know living today. The yeah. best yeah. Film filmmakers
1: living today go back and watch this to reboot themselves. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Inspire themselves.
0: Okay, so uh we're down the home stretch here. Let's go to the Twitter questions, the great people of film Twitter. And we're going to start with Gabe Guarine. And he asks, Is this Peter O'Toole's best Oscar nominated performance? Should he have won Best Actor in nineteen sixty-two? Now I don't think the people in this room have seen too many of Peter tools. Has anyone seen Lion of Winter? Or uh, Venus is the most recent one. Granted, I feel like you've seen Venus. I, or No. Yeah. I mean, I, uh, Beckett is another one that he's, he's uh, famous for. I have to admit that I haven't seen those. I did love him in Troy, though. Again, yeah, me I guess. too. I, guess.
3: <laughs> I, I was actually thinking, I was like, oh, he's really good in Troy. Yeah. Uh, but Union guy, you know.
0: I mean, I'm going to biasly say it is his best performance. And I think we all have agree in this room
3: then he should've won. He should've won. This, yeah, he the, should've won. Yeah. I can't say it's just, but like it would be very difficult for me to imagine he eclipsed this. Maybe another one was equal to it. Right, but not but better. I yeah. can't imagine something being better.
0: Matthew Anderson proposes maybe a tie? Honestly, Peck and O'Toole are so great in their roles, I wouldn't mind that kind of a result. There has been ties in the past. hasn't been one recently. You know, yeah, ties are cop-outs. I, I'm not a fan of ties. Ties yeah. are cop-outs. <laughs> grow,
2: grow up and make a fucking decision. Yeah, when, when, it, when it comes to something like this, how could, how could it be a tie? There's
0: a little bit of a, a connection there. I think Catherine Hepburn in Lion in the Winter, Peter O'Toole's co-star, tied the year that, that she won. Let's go to Adam from Rewind2552. You heard him in our first portion of this episode. Two questions. Who is Lawrence of Arabia? Next question. Where does this fall on the all-time cinematography list? So I think we spent a good portion of this episode and doing our best to answer who is Lawrence of Arabia. I think we did justice. Yeah. Uh, we each gave our little portions of that. You know, we did kind of do that with, with that big question in mind there. So,
4: yeah.
0: all-time cinematography. Artie, I'm going to go to you. I mean... Yeah.
1: This is like one.
0: It's right there. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it... it it's one for me.
1: It's it's one. Like i I'd have to rack my brain to think of something that might rival it. Yeah. I, I I think it's I
2: real realistically, I think it's it's I don't know if it's one, but it's definitely in the top three. Yeah. Like I'd put God, I'd put like one of the two godfathers one Godfather one or Godfather two in there too. I don't know. It's something it's something I would need to think, but it's definitely top three. It's <laughs> Yeah,
3: it's top tier. It's it's absolutely unbelievable.
0: Yeah. yeah. We're going to eventually have a conversation about this first, both Godfather 1 and Godfather oh, 2. That's part of what we do here. And I'm not going to get into that conversation right now. But I will say, as much respect as I have for Gordon Willis, I, from a cinematography standpoint, I don't think that this one... I don't think Godfather holds a candle to this one to me. Um, I'm not saying Godfather wouldn't... Be in the conversation of a Rushmore, but mm. as far as like if I'm going head to head, I think I'm gonna quickly answer this for cinematography.
1: The one that rivals this for me, rivals used loosely, is mm. Bridge yeah. on the River Kwai. Ooh. Oh, I thought you were gonna say The Edge of Tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Cinemas. Mike from Cinemas
0: asks Lawrence is one of the all time epics. What's everyone's holy trinity or Mount Rushmore, whichever one you prefer, of epic films? This question assumes Lawrence earns one of those spots, but it doesn't have to. So, Mount Rushmore of, of epics. Where do we go there with that? Yeah, this I mean, definitely, this definitely
2: belongs on there.
0: This is on there for oh, me. I mean, epic is a you can kind of loose term that yeah. one. Um, I would do Bridge on the River Kwai. I think that qualifies yeah, as an epic. I would epic. have that in
3: yeah. there. I think I would have Apocalypse Now.
0: Know, certainly an epic yeah wouldn't be on mine yeah, I, I like the choice though I um, feel like Gone with the Wind belongs up
2: there <sighs> yeah
1: Gone with, the, with Wind, the Wind is what um, I was thinking that yeah. Gladiator? Gladiator Gladiator belongs
2: up there
0: yeah I mean me. you know I'd I, I put
2: Godfather 2 up there is <sighs> this is where
0: we stretch the epic giant. Yeah. a little I think, bit I
2: think there, I think it is like, it's it's a dramatic epic yeah I think it's it's a, it's a huge sprawl. I get
0: it. Yeah, the we alternate get it. time frames might be where it, it might not qualify in my particular standards. If you're telling me it's an epic, it's gonna be up can there. Can I ask? <laughs> so can, I ask that.
1: can I ask is Star Wars an epic? I think it is. I would have that up there.
0: Yeah, it is it's such a it
2: is now, it we're, crazy. now we're
1: just talking about like time and space. I, I feel like if, if but if, it's if, an epic yeah, if if
2: yeah, I I think if I think I think Star Wars is I, I feel like that qualifies is a space epic I would think It's like a space opera. Two thousand one, mm-hmm. two
3: thousand one. Definitely yeah, totally for sure. sure. That's one day we'll have to have an episode. One day my... we'll have to have an episode
0: just dedicated to what the hell an epic is and how we define air. it. And my Mount Rushmore's out
3: sure. like seven because I can't. am t- like God, I can't take that. How the fuck do I take Gladiator off? That has to be. Yeah.
0: An- I'm going to throw one out there to just make uh, make film Twitter groan a little bit. One of my favorite epics is The Revenant so how about how oh about I one love the I know. oh I'm good, to good to the bad and film
2: ugly. twitter hates oh, oh yeah, oh, yeah. Yes. is that an epic oh yeah oh yeah, I, I think so yeah yeah it, yeah. Just it
1: just is the just scale, yeah, right. scale the distance totally
3: right yeah, so to
0: totally answer right. answer your question Mike we have to go back to the drawing board and figure out what how we define an epic and that'll be another three hour episode that I'm sure at least Mike will we need to expand
2: that'll be our next Twitter tournament yeah epics yeah
0: oh god we'll kill each other get over okay so this is not a Who Should Have Won podcast. We do like to talk about the other movies that were nominated for Best Picture, even in a year where we're all pretty much on the same page that uh, the right movie won for Best Picture. And I, I do want to kind of shout out something I discussed with an, on, with Adam on 1001 by one where we did the episode of Lawrence Arabia and did the, the tribute and all that. I strongly believe that this movie has a great case to be on the Mount Rushmore, the Oscar Award Mount Rushmore for most of the categories that it was nominated for. And, and yeah. I mean, I think that if you talk about all the best, best picture winners, I think it's, it, it is at least, as far as the context of the award and what the award means, should be there. Director, editing, Cinematography. Yeah, for sure. Actor didn't Sam. win, but sound, you know, art set direction. I guess I got the score for sure, dude. Yeah. For sure. And Grant, I know we, we tease a little bit, of, I tease myself a little bit in saying that I, I, I was on record saying The Godfather was the greatest score of all time. This then of the Lawrence Lords, Arabia comes one around. One of them, it's yeah. like if there's one to rival it, it could, it could be this. Other movies that were up for best picture, we're gonna start, and I'll, I'll go first. It's the one we've discussed several times here already, so we're just gonna get it out of the way here. Yeah. It is. To Kill a Mockingbird, mm. Atticus Finch, a widow lawyer in a depression era Alabama, defends a black man against an undeserved rape charge and his children against prejudice. Directed by Albert Milligan, written by Harper Lee, stars Gregory Peck, John Meghna, Frank Overton. Guys, just, I mean, we we, we spent a lot of time talking about it in comparison to Lawrence Arabia. Any just personal experiences with this? I, I mean, mean, I definitely read it
2: multiple I mean, times. I mean, I, I, I think I saw it in, like sophomore year english yeah but i haven't seen it since it's a great property that i have a lot of respect for i mean you i know, love the
3: book it's one of my favorite books i've read the book numerous yeah, times American American classic, very good. it's
2: it's
0: it, it we there's probably a lot of to kill a Mockingbird lovers that <laughs> really don't like us right now like uh and and it's unfortunate we Listen, we discuss it in context of lawrence right. of arabia but a different
3: year yeah. we're kissing its ass it's yeah. just it's, i mean it's, it's an afi top 100 right. film. it's a I mean, great, great yeah. movie it's a Better book.
1: Poor Gregory Peck just takes a beating around here, is what it Yeah, comes we, we kick his ass. I remember seeing this movie in high school, and I hated every movie I watched in school. It just gave me a stigma. Like, even like, everyone loves Glory. I saw it in school so many times. I, I don't like it. Glory, good. I Glory I love it, it It could be, but I saw it in yeah. school on a VHS TV in spurts. Yeah, I like so much. I like Glory. I like Glory. Yeah. So now, Mr. Dylan showed me to kill a mockingbird, and I remember being. Blown away by how good it was, especially mm. the courtroom scene and dialogue oh, yeah. at the yeah. end. Yeah, like yeah. that is fucking awesome. Yeah. So this is a really good movie. It just happens to be out in one the of the wrong best year. movies of all time. Happens to be out yeah, in the wrong year. Been... Hey, maybe the four of us and Jay
2: one day will be doing a To Kill a Mockingbird episode. We
1: will find out. We'll see. A five
0: man
2: To Kill a Mockingbird episode seems very uh, overkill. We may owe <laughs> it. We may owe it to it after all overkill
4: all the beating kill a do. mockingbird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I, love
3: that. I love that. I love that. It's amazing. All right, next. Okay. Movie we've also talked about before in our episode of a movie of the same name Mutiny on the Bounty, starring Marlon Brando, Woo! Trevor Howard, Richard Harris, it's directed by Lewis Milestone, and Carol Reed. In 1787, mm. a British ship Bounty leaves Portsmouth to bring a cargo of breadfruit from Tahiti, but the savage on board conditions. Imposed by Captain Bly, Trigger Mutiny, led by Officer Fletcher Christian.
0: Um, well, we've just scrapped the uh, To Kill a Mockingbird episode plans. I think we need a five-man Brando <laughs> Mutiny in the Bounty episode. I'm the only poor soul in the Mutiny of the Bounty episode that watched this movie. I have um, not seen it. Is it good God, stay so- away. No, it is not good. It is not good. It It is... And I love Mutiny in the Bounty, the, the, the 35 version. But this is like... A full hour plus longer yeah. it's marlon brando just flexing all over the place it's like the marlon brando show it, it, the, the tahiti scenes just, well there's like a post tahiti run of him just going from island to island it's just all it, tahiti. It, it's, it's too much it's just too much I, i'm not i i don't think it's good i don't i don't think it's good so that's just me. If we could go check it out, and play. I would love for someone to come at me with it because I, I listen. I love the Mutiny and the Bounty entity. I, I dig the Bounty. We, we, Joey, yeah, we talked about absolutely. about that one. A Robert Bolt screenplay, by the yeah. way. But yeah, so Beauty and the Bounty, that this the sixty two version. I do yourself a favor. Watch something else. Um, <laughs> Anything else? <laughs> Anything else. <laughs>
1: watch last year's football highlights. Like...
0: Yeah, I'm gonna go with a movie that's. I think you might need the Gene Kelly to see, but it does sound like it might be up. Joey alley here, perhaps. It's The Music Man, directed by Morton DeCosta. Traveling con artist traveling con artist Harold Hill targets the naive residents of a small town in 1910s Iowa by posing as a boys' band leader to raise money before he can skip town. Joey, have you seen The Music Man? I have not. You have not. Do you know what The Music Man has inspired? No. I don't know much about The Music Man. One of the greatest episodes of The Simpsons, written by Conan O'Brien... The, the, uh, modern, uh, the Modern male Salesman, yeah. yeah. that's a, yeah, Based on the Music Man. Yeah. Uh, that Conan wrote
1: that episode? Conan yeah. Ryan wrote
0: the episode, yeah. yeah. It, it's arguably the greatest that's episode that. of Simpsons, yeah. the Simpsons. It is
1: the best episode. Yeah, Yeah,
3: yeah,
4: yeah so. and I
1: mean, that's Conan's... I mean, Conan wrote a lot of the top episodes, but that's peak. Oh, I didn't know he wrote whole episodes. I thought he was on the team that, like, they all contributed... But he was the lead... episode. Yeah, that was, was his main yeah, yeah.
0: episode. As far as the movie goes, by all accounts, a very bloated musical, uh, which I'm guessing, Grant, who...
3: How long do, how do long not have it? the
0: the Gene Kelly. Uh, yes, it it's is... It's only
1: three hours and 42 minutes.
0: Oh, I think it's a long one. I do believe it's a long one. Two hours, 31, which, again, is way too long for a musical, but... Mm. Um, yeah. No, but it won one award, and it won Adapted
4: Score.
0: So this is when we were doing, like, original score, Adapted Score... Mm. Here, um, yeah, a, kind of a weird, of a weird oh, time. Oh, it was
2: just like a score of covers? <laughs> <laughs> I think it was from
0: a stage play. Yeah. It, it turned to that. Um,
2: um,
3: yeah, so there's the music man. Joey, what, what, last one, right? Last one. The Longest Day. Mm-hmm. The events of D-Day, told on a grand scale from both the Allied and German points of view, has three directors, Ken Anakin for the British exterior episodes, Andrew Martin for the American exterior episodes, and Gerd Oswald... Or scenes deleted um, Starring John, John Wayne <laughs> Robert Ryan Richard Burton Henry Fonda
0: I mean Love all those people So Yeah Big and, cast And great actors uh, Yeah I mean that, That's the one That really interests me The I mean, Longest Day Is one that I've always Heard about And kind of along With The Great Escape and long yeah, I
1: definitely Day. watched that With my dad Like yeah. I remember seeing that As a kid yeah. it Seems like everyone Was trying to do an epic That year
2: these seem Epi- like musical, these all seem like very yeah. big movies. Except yeah. except for except for to Kill to Kill It was a very
0: small yeah, scene. Right.
2: right. Yeah, the courtroom
0: drama. Yeah. That was the best picture novels. That was Lawrence Arabia, a two part episode. Mm-hmm. Talk about epics, guys. Talk about a, a epic podcasting. Our first attempt at a two part episode. Will we ever do this again? I can't promise you we will. We may, we may not. yeah had a two part on a cinema. We do... <laughs> before we say goodbye, all those people who might be at home saying We forgot to to do the 1 to 92s. Here we are to do the 1 to 92s. suck it, Oz. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. uh, Where will this one end up (laughs) a 1 to 92, you know, without picking anything definitive here, because this is going to be a topic of conversation. This is the first of 15 movies that will rank at the end of this season. I'll start by saying, I mean, I just already just said before that I think it should be considered in the Mount Rushmore Best Picture winner. So that right there tells you my, my feelings on it. And... I, you know, I've said this about a few movies we've covered so far. This is a top contender for the top of the list. So we'll see where it ends up in those tight battles because there will be, I mean, there's going to be, at the end of this, is going to be 10 movies here that I really, really am going to have a hard time picking in the arena here. But
1: yeah. Um, on that note, I'm going to safely say top 10 and could be top three.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that gives us a little a little scope there. Joe?
3: yeah I mean top 10 feels like the easy answer because I, but I don't know I could see it falling four to seven Isn't you're
0: that... in the aFI zone there with that Set, uh four the first year and seven the second yeah. the second time it came up yeah okay
2: Grant how about you yeah I'd say yeah i think i I think it will definitely be within eight I think like eight yeah like like the elite eight yeah the quarterfinals. <laughs> why yeah. not why not we' <laughs> yeah. talked about Yogi bear before. Yeah, um, I like it. it. It could it could very easily be in my top three, mm. um, but I don't. I I can't see it dipping anywhere below eight.
0: Yeah, cool. We got a point. contender here. We got a contender yeah, here, sure. ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so closing thoughts here. I'm gonna uh, Grant. I'll start with you because Joey, you were the man on the hot seat with The Godfather. You had never seen The Godfather before. Mm-hmm. That was your first watch. Grant, this was your First watch Lawrence of Arabia. We've we've already said quite a bit about it. Just kind of mm. little closing thoughts on on the experience of watching it for the first time and covering it on a podcast.
2: It like I said before. This is a movie that I have a tremendous re- amount of respect for, and I'm really grateful to have watched it.
4: Mm.
2: Yeah, Joe, closing thoughts.
1: Everybody needs to see this movie if they say they like movies.
0: <sighs> Agreed. Ditto. Well said, Artie. I.
1: Right, that's. Pretty much what I was exactly about to say is if you like movies, if you like film, you should see this so you can know what a film can be.
0: I gotta say too, in in from the very start of the Best Picture Cast project here, we knew we were gonna be tackling these movies. Of course Lawrence Raby always hung over it was my nephew desert, uh that I <laughs> that one day we'd have to cross. And guys we're here. You know, we we crossed it and uh I gotta say I'm so happy with this conversation. This was a blast to talk about. It it's a blast to pick apart.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Anytime you do one of these, and, and light bulbs go off when you're talking about a movie that you've seen many, many times. That's why we do this. That's what that's what it's all about. So, yeah. thanks so much, guys, for your patience, for your attention, for your dedication to this project to this episode and to the podcast as, as a whole. It's just amazing stuff, guys. We got a whole season ahead of us, guys. Let's go. Season four. no wait. This is Do just the wait. first of many more here. And and really the second half of this run here. We've done our, our 45. Yeah, now the we back. have uh, the, the back half going. Wow. He pushes fly. It's like,
1: if you like peeing, you're cool, I <laughs> right. <They're> Like, what?
0: <laughs> Should I have had that ready. Okay. <clears throat> you always got to fuck everything up <laughs> fucking guy. <laughs> One fucking dress. Out
3: of I mean, that uh, It's like I can't. Out. Like, if I don't have it ready, it's gonna get. Like, you up. couldn't do that on purpose, but.
0: <laughs> I know, you fucking guy. It's amazing. Everything. Shh.
4: I make you love it this <laughs> night.